your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant EM Radio. The magnificent one, intercontinental champion, Don Morocco, from the great state of Hawaii. And, of course, I've got to bring up the subject of your opponent, the challenger of this particular case, the great Pat Patterson out of San Francisco, California. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. I have a whole recording of Pat Patterson's interviews, a recording of his wrestling matches, a recording of Pat Patterson's most exciting moments, and I play them every night before I go to sleep because they put me to sleep. He is boring. He is boring. Pat Patterson is probably the most boring person I have ever come across in my life. When I sit here, I want to pick my nose and yawn and just go, Oh, he's boring. Because he's boring and he wants to be a champion. Gentlemen, gentlemen, what about his wrestling prowess? He could for his what? Wrestling prowess. <laughs> <laughs> he's so smart. Oh! How about his pros? How about his pros? How about if you've seen the things he gets behind? You know what? How about him? How about him for being boring? mic out of the way for one second. Second. I don't know if you will be able to hear this. Let me see. Mm. One more. Taking a couple of bites, running a little late. Who's this chick? I want to know who this chick is on NXT. The one that does everything the dancing, the juju. Nikita Lyons. Alright. Ah, that tastes good. That's all I have to say. Right, I'm going to wait for the music to play out before I start talking. All right. So, let's get started, shall we? Um, hold on. I don't want to see this. 
right, Tuesday night. Let me let me let me re- let me say that again. Tuesday night, February twenty second, two thousand twenty two. So it's Tuesday of two twenty two twenty two. Welcome to episode seven hundred and twenty three. We're one off. Whatever. Other rant. Live across the airwaves of Rant Entertainment Media, RantEmRadio.com. And listen to this. I finally got a full list. Well, actually, not even a full list, but a current list of where we're broadcasting. Broadcasting live across the airwaves of Rant Entertainment Media, like I said, at RantEmRadio.com. TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, because I keep saying iTunes iHeartRadio, Spotify, Player FM, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Pandora. How about them apples, huh? And there's actually other forms that we broadcast on that I have to confirm that that were there too. Okay? There are three other places that I believe the show airs on. I'm trying to figure out if, if it's correct or not. But yes, welcome one and all to a special Tuesday, celebrating Tuesday, on Tuesday, because this is the mothership, this is the flagship, and we've got a lot to talk about, so let's get right to it, let's stop wasting your time, we're going to kill a lot of time today, what's special about this show, I don't know, maybe we'll do a little Black Achieve Rewards, we'll do a little on the spot, we'll make Surfer feel uncomfortable, maybe we'll do this, maybe we'll do that, it's a little bit of a hodgepodge of a show today. Double A, as always, being joined by Tony C. Okay. Well, you know, I'll just wait. Hello to uh, to uh, Cioku seventy eight in the uh, Discord server. Um, let me see here. Tony C. All right. What about you, Surfer? The phone this week. What was that? I gotta use my phone this week. Why do you gotta use your phone this week? Uh, problem with the PC. Problem with the PC. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Double A? I can hear you now. And I said, hey, yo, like four times. <coughs> I'm over here trying to set up my wife for Amazon Prime. So like, ah, like, okay. I'm not <laughs> All right, that's fine. That's fine. So Tony C's setting up the old Prime. Surfer's got PC problems. It's Tuesday. You know? Hell, if I, Here's I want. I want to take a, a survey, okay? If you're listening to us on any of our services... Shoot me an email. Shoot me a tweet, whatever. Tell me where you listen to us. Whether you listen to us on the website, you listen listen to us on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Google. Are you live on these things right now? We are not live. These are the down... We're talking to... These are all... With the exception of TuneIn Radio, they are all download services. Now, 
we are going to start broadcasting live on other services in the future. But the live feed is still as it always was. So if you're downloading the show on any one of these services, let us know. Whether you're downloading on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, again, and there's actually new ones that we actually were waiting for confirmation on, and we finally got them, and that was Google Podcasts, Amazon, and Pandora. Um, We've been on Player FM for a while, we just don't advertise it that often. Spotify, we've been on for a few years already. I, I, I... Like you try to go up against Joe Rogan on his platform? No. But when I upload the show, I just have to put it in one place and it goes to all these places. There's a lot of people that like using different services to download the show. It doesn't go to um, SoundCloud, do it? I'm not sure yet. Boy, uh, this uh, Nikita Lyons... um... She's, uh, yeah. Yeah, she ain't bad. I don't know if I want her to kick me, but, uh, hmm. That's like a, uh, yeah. What? She's got my attention. Oh, NXT? Yeah, NXT. I mean, she's got my attention. She's from uh, she's uh, from Las Vegas, Nevada. She's Italian built. I'm talking about Mandy Rose. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about uh, Nikita Lyons. Okay. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that, man. That's all right. Taller version. Body wax. She's like a taller version of a uh, uh, Natalia. Um, no, 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 no. It's a little bit more than that. What do you mean a little bit more? She's a little bit more than Natalia. She's just... She's she's, she's bigger than Natalia. Natalia's too muscular. Too muscular. They say Dana Brooke is looking more like Natalia every day. I believe it. Every week. (laughs) Well, when you see... Look changes. Her, her look changes like every eight months. Yeah. I'm really digging this uh, this Nikita Lyons. Huh. She called your eye, huh? She did. She caught my eye on the promos. Well, she wouldn't have been able to have worn that outfit on Saturday. No, of course not. But even if all that yeah. flesh was covered, that's still a lot to look at. So, anyways, I'm enjoying my pizza, t- by the way. Late dinner today. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Double. So I got. I got. It's a frozen pizza, but I'm gonna make a recommendation. Ah. Hold on, Tony. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me explain. Let me explain. It's a De- Detroit style pizza, and it's very good. I mean, it's like. It's a fancy frozen they pizza. Them. They got them in the market. Yeah. A choice style. The this is the motor. This is the Motor City. I think it's Motor City Pizza Company. 
Motor City Pizza Company. What was that? Their pizza has a sauce on top. Their pizza is, is not... Their pizza is a square pan pizza. Right. It's not like a Chicago-style pizza. Chicago I, I, I Chicago is the, is the sauce on top. I, I just remember when Pizza Hut was advertising their Detroit-style pizza, they was putting the sauce on top of the pepperoni. Hmm. Do you hear that crunch? No. Mm. Mm. Anyways. So yeah, it's Tuesday. Lots to talk about. The chat room. Matt Squire says he's listening through CompuServe. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> William Morgan, who's in the chat room, is listening on Netscape. <clears throat> God damn, man. Oh, oh, hell. Oh, hell, hell, and, and, and Surfer's calling us from the payphone. So. At per usual. So, you know. Oh, man. Anyways. They don't have anymore. They don't have what? There is no payphones anymore. There are payphones. We can't tell. I- I don't feel. There's pay phones. Yeah, I look for them because, you know, I don't want my activities traced back to me and I can't find one. Well, you know, in Disney, they have pay phones that are free. Yup. Like, okay, yeah, it's a pay phone, but you don't have to pay for anything. I don't know what you would call it at that point. I guess a public phone. <clears throat> but, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to follow this chick on Instagram. This, this, this woman has to be uh, young, right? Because uh, this don't want no, nobody in their 30s. She was born in 1999. Oh yeah, she's a young buff. Barely an adult. Yep. So, yeah, she she likes showing off her goods here on Instagram. Um, so, anyways, <clears throat> so, oh man, it's been an interesting week. Wrapped up my vacation. Busy doing things. You know, personal things. But, went back to work yesterday and I've been working non-stop since then. I they suffer using 10, 10, 3, 2, 1, God damn, man. If that. I think he's still calling MCI. <clears throat> or, or server, you, you using any of those calling cards? No, well, I use a calling card. <laughs> you got two minutes left. God damn it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Actually, Surfer's talking is, you know, talking to us through a, a telegraph. <clears throat> no, that's okay. 
He's using Morse code, you know. Okay. Oh, there's Surfer talking. I'll be dang, Surfer. Surfer, shut up! (laughs) Um, but yeah. So, did anybody do anything special on two twenty two twenty two? Today? <clears throat> I got my wings, my traditional Tuesday wings. And that's about it. I didn't see too many people giving like specials today. Like I didn't, I think I think, I think I was making more of a stink about this day than, than most people. Now next Tuesday, we know where Surfer gonna be next Tuesday. Where will Surfer be next Tuesday? Uh huh. Oh, is it, um, is it, uh, what's that, uh, free, free pancake day? No, <clears throat> and, and, and what's the deal to get the free pancake? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta tip them. What? Or make a donation. <clears throat> a donation. I make a donation, I leave a tip. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, server. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. It's all good, sir. Man. Yeah, okay, whatever. You're wrong. Now, let me ask you, did you go last year, server? Did they have one last year? I don't know. <clears throat> well, I don't know. I guess if, if you don't remember... If you're asking if they had, I got, I'm assuming you didn't go. So, <clears throat> so let me ask you this, okay? I do apologize for eating on the air, but the hell with you. Anyways, so, Surfer, what are you going to do if you go to your local IHOP, all right, next Tuesday in the morning, what time will you go? Uh, early afternoon. <clears throat> so you'll go for a, 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 a breakfast lunch type thing. Like you're gonna have yeah. bre- you're gonna have breakfast at lunchtime. Yeah. Okay. So like one ish, something like that. Yeah. Okay. What are you gonna do if there's a massive line out the door? And when I say massive, you're gonna go home. So you're not gonna wait because you've waited in years yeah. past. Nah, I ain't wait that long. I always go at a time where it's not crowded. <clears throat> hmm. All right. Now, if you, go, if you go in the evening, then you're going to wait. Well, welcome back, Seiko or Seiko78. It's saying it's a long time since he's listened to the show. What's a long time? <laughs> what is a long time that you it's been since you've been that you have listened because we've done we haven't been off the air <laughs> at all there's been no hiatuses <laughs> here um except for the holiday season except for the holidays yeah or yeah. when I went to Hawaii and shit like that yeah yeah <clears throat> by the way let me let me mention something about uh, Corey Graves and the Carmella Reality show, the reality show that's going to air on YouTube starting on Monday. What? Uh huh. 
Ridiculous, ridiculous, and it's supposedly uncensored. <clears throat> so who they think they are, Pam and Tommy Lee? I guess so. I guess so. No, no, I don't think they're married yet. A couple years since you've listened. Okay. Ah. Work moving from Battle Creek, Michigan to Marshall, Michigan. Battle Creek, the home of, uh, of, 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 of the great delicacy known as the breakfast cereal. William wants to know if Steph Curry is, gonna, is, going, is going to be there. Be well, William. What the hell is Surfer saying he had fun with a, with an Asian chick? Oh, man. What? <laughs> Surfer, I mean, William put that in the chat. He had fun with a, with an Asian chick. Oh, wow. So, okay. Okay, I mean... I didn't know he was talking. I, I guess. I mean, I didn't, I didn't realize he was out looking for fun like that. Define fun because getting an extra fortune cookie in your takeout package uh, isn't exactly exciting, you know. I mean, that's fun for surfer, but hey, I'm not going to the massage problem. So, so wait a minute. He had fun with an Asian chick. Now, <laughs> there are so many ways I could take this conversation right now. So server says he didn't go to a massage parlor. Now, William, I don't think you went to a massage parlor either. How does one, such as yourself, a broadcaster of many years, okay, now on his own network with his own drama, strapped a, uh, as he called, a fine Asian chick, into the saddle. Oh, you met her up locally and we did, you did your thing. Okay. Oh, uh, Willie will. Look at that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do your thing, playboy. I mean, when yeah, I, I ain't mad at you. When you did your thing, I mean, when, when, when the moment came, did the Orient Express theme song, you know, play through your head? Come on now. Hey man, I heard a vicious room. I heard a vicious room out here. What? In the world of uh, professional wrestling, so I need to. Actually, Tony C wants to know. Tony C wants to know if she did your dry cleaning. Like uh, Jimmy Wang Yang Hayes? Oh, uh, yeah. Like Jimmy Wang Yang Hayes, exactly. <laughs> uh, Kurosawa, you know, Kurosawa did some great starch work. You know what I'm saying? Does great starch work. Well, in wrestling, we call that stiff. But, uh, but yes. Hopefully, she ain't leave you stiff. Uh, I mean, I, I knew a girl that she told a great story that first of all I don't know anybody that would at the, you know back then when we were in high school I don't know anybody that would have wanted to have been with her because she looked like Andre the Giant but 
she told the story. The Prince of the Bride? No, just from Andre the Giant from WrestleMania oh. 3. And, um, oh, WrestleMania 3. <laughs> yes. That's a bad look right there. So, she, uh, she, um, she's telling us this story. We all knew this guy, this, 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 this guy, a mutual friend, and they were very close. And one day they were hanging out in her house <clears throat> and they decided to get it on because, you know, he was a bit randy and he, he needed to uh, take care of business. So she, so she was, um, she, she was a trooper and said, okay, fine. I don't mind. We could, we could do it. And they did. But he went and he took advantage of, you know, the situation completely and basically painted her face, which she didn't enjoy too much. Like, 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 like the, the Chinese makeup? Something like that. We're being, this is a, this is a kid's show, so we're going to keep it very clean. So, no, <laughs> so, so wait a minute, let me, let, let me finish the story. Let me finish the story. So I thought she had the best like retribution story that I had ever heard in my life. She said about two weeks later, she called him over. And she said, you want to do it again? And of course he said, sure. I mean, it's, she was offering it up willingly and he didn't care that, that, you know, he looked like, she looked like Andre the Giant. And they start doing it and when he was about to uh, finish the deed, she slammed on the brakes and said, all right, that's enough. <laughs> and made him stop and sent him home. Right when he was getting to the end. When I heard that story, when I heard that story, I thought that, that was one of the funniest things I had ever heard at that time. So, but that's a great, that's a great, like, payback story, to tell you the truth, you know? But anyways, yes. Yeah, man, being, being blue is not a, not a fun thing. Oh, my God. It was funny as hell to me. Or, what's worse than being blue is going home leaking. Oh, my God. I mean, like she said, no, I slammed on the brakes hard. I mean, I pushed them off me and everything. And I said, okay, time for you to go home. Oh man! Anyway, so William, we hope that none of that is happening to you. If that's the case, if you if you get it built up, it's got to leak. It's possible. It's possible. Anyways, so yes, this is a kids show. It's a it's a it's a very PC show as well. So that unless I get mad. Exactly. You want to be on Disney Plus? You got to keep it PC. I know. I'm working towards Disney Plus now that I'm on Pandora. Pandora, Pandora owned by Sirius XM. So you get this on Disney Plus. It's all good. I know. We need to get it on Disney Radio first. Man, come on, man. <laughs> Could you imagine? All right, that's the latest from the Jonas Brothers. Now, coming up next, it's the rant with Tony C, Double A, and Surfer. Followed by. Followed by. 
Freaks Mickey in Mouse. the Mickey Mouse Club <laughs> at, a, at, a, at, an, at, a, at a at a encore presentation or a classic episode of Freaks and Effing Geeks. <laughs> All next here on Radio Disney. <clears throat> but I had a mouse. Pay us some money. Too funny. We've we've played some of these before, but Eisner? Mr. Mouse? What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're gonna put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Okay, that's all I'm gonna play. <clears throat> Anyways. Oh, you don't hear Mickey yelling at the, uh, the last CEO. You see, that's just a lot. I know, and the, um, Mickey Mouse shows up on South Park every so often now. Uh, the current CEO? I hear you fucking up left and right. Ooh. Oh, yeah, then to the current CEO of uh, Disney, yes. A lot of people are not fans of him. A lot of people are not fans of him. <clears throat> now that's great coming up next here on Disney Plus That's So Raven followed by That's So Surfer god dang ay 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 that's funny too funny alright so Let's uh, see what's going on in everybody's personal lives with that. We say hello to Tony C. Tony C. What have you been doing these last seven days? Oh, same old, same old, double A, nothing too drastic, you know? Just waiting to uh, get into this piece of property that we got on, on deck. You know what I'm saying? So, other than that, you know, nothing, nothing explosive. Like I said, I heard a vicious rumor um, in the wrestling biz that happened after uh, Saturday's event. Yeah. Uh, once we get into it, you know what I'm saying? I went to go get some wings and I came back Saturday and the event was over. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? So... I was expecting the event to go on a little bit longer myself. Me too. That's why I was like, what the hell? All they had was the two matches. They had the two women's matches. They had the jerk match. And then they had one other match. And then they had a pre-show match. And and the women's match, the women's chamber didn't last that long. They call it jerk, the jerk match. The, 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 the time <laughs> intervals for the women's match was shorter than the men's. And but, then they spent a lot of time with the Undertaker. They what? They spent a lot of time showing the Undertaker's highlights. It was a five-minute video package. I don't think that was that much time. Yeah, it was long enough that the Usos didn't get a match in. 
whatever. Um, so we'll we'll talk about that pay per view in a second. What about you? Premium live, premium gas live event. Yeah. What um? What about you, Surfer? What did you do this this past week? I had a miserable week from Wednesday. Huh? I said all from what? Wednesday to Saturday. Why? Your back was hurting. Yes. And why was your okay. back hurting? That's over. The small part of my back started hurting, and lasted. Until Sunday. Okay. So I guess yeah, I have it every now and then. But when I was in the car accident, many, 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 many. All right. So you uh, had a miserable week. Yeah. All right. Now, Sunday, I was playing a lobby for today. Okay. And I bought a three-digit ticket. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I bought the four-digit ticket. Okay. Then I went to go buy the, the five-digit ticket, right? Uh-huh. And the catch thing was sold out. Uh, I don't know how they could sell out of a lotto ticket. Well, everybody was playing two. Yeah, but still, and, and, how would they sell out of that? Well... They only like like if if a number hits a certain amount of sales, they will cut it off. Never heard that. That must be that no, weird ass Philadelphia lottery. No, it's always been like that. It's it's rare that a number will sell out, but it it can happen. Like if if everybody was playing four or five, well, they don't want everybody and their mother. You hit the same number, and they have to pay out a whole lot of money. They want to limit how much money you got to pay out. So they'll cut it off. They won't sell no more of that, that combination. Okay. Surfer, do you use Calgon? Calgon? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, do you have a lotto wallet that you keep your tickets in? Oh, your tickets. A, a little, a little uh, sleeve. Tickets. That's it. I have a what now? A lot of wallet. What's that? Oh, Wait. your tickets go, yeah, man. Yeah, Just catch your tickets. Exactly. Like buy Do you go filled? Do you go with your lotto uh, things filled out and it tucked into your uh, shirt pocket? Nope. Mm-hmm. First of all, that you know that movie that Bow was in, that was such a the dumbest movie. Because if I hit for like millions or a lottery, and I gotta wait the whole weekend to, to cash it out, I'm not staying home. I'm checking to a hotel so it's time for me to get my money. What if you don't have money to check into the hotel? Until you get the money for the lottery winnings, surfer. Mm-hmm. Like All these hotels now they they you know they do take the money in advance. I I'm not gonna hang around a neighborhood where somebody can just take the lottery ticket from me. 
That's when you go get a payday advance. <laughs> and you... <laughs> And you just been a lucky today. Let me go to Am Scott and uh, then we'll run the barn. You know, open up her mouth and tell that uh, her son hit the lottery. Samaj backwards. Samaj. You know that's James backwards. Oh gotta boy! Love, gotta love lottery ticket, man. Cold class. I never looked at it like that. I just looked at it as a stupid movie. I bet you when it saw it when they hit the theater for free, then. Yep. The van screen. What year did it come out? <laughs> well, I think it was twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Lottery ticket. Like the movie. Uh, Might be 2010. 2010. It's 2010. Then you know, sir, when it's off. Little peep at it. Now, I ain't say you sat all the way through it now. No, sir, because you look like you look like the type that'll walk out a free movie, goddamn. Yeah, if it's that bad, yeah, sure. So what's the last movie you went to and walked down and said, man, this ain't it. Shit. Superhero movie. Oh, that movie called Superhero Movie. Yeah, Freeburg and Chelsea. What? We all looked at each other and we were just like, we couldn't take this shit no more. So when you go to these advanced screenings on a, on a, uh, on a stipend, you know, or voucher or whatever. Are there other people there on the same, you know, voucher? They have the same gimmick? Yeah, same gimmick. Well, if it's a very screen, everybody has tickets. Yeah, everybody has tickets. Yeah, so when they tell you, well, I write for the, you know, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Inquirer. <laughs> All right, I, I'm I'm a movie reviewer for the CBS affiliate in Philadelphia. What do you tell them when they ask you? They don't ask us. Who it, you it might for? it might come up in conversation though. You never know. Come up in conversation with who? You guys, you never know. Somebody might strike up a convo with you while the movie before the movie starts. Okay. Might walk up, might sit, up. might sit next to you, and you guys are just staring at the screen, and and he goes, "Look at that! Those those ridiculous movie facts. I've been looking at these movie facts for thirty years, and none of them make sense. By the way, my name is James, or Jimmy, or whatever. And then you have to you you're not going to ignore the guy." You reach over and say hello. Uh, I'm Surfer. Oh, that's a unique name. How'd you get the name Surfer? Well, name goes, myself. well, actually, that's my last name. My first name is Silver. So, but I go by the pseudonym uh, of Jimmy Harvey. That's my pen name. Ah. Oh, yeah. Is that it? 
That's it. I don't have any other jokes about that. I mean... Well, I'm going to see Batman next week, and then I'm going to a screening, because then I have one. Watch at the last minute, one will pop up, and you'll be there. Mm -mm. And what day are you going to go see Batman? Thursday. Thursday. Of course. Why, why, Why wait till Friday? Go on Thursday when everybody else is going to go see it. Mm-mm, this is not even halfway still. Damn, you so happy to see. This is not Spider-Man. I, a question we've never asked, I think, Surfer. Because nowadays in, in the movies, you can pick your, your own seat. Where does Surfer generally like to sit in the movie theater? Depends on the design of the theater. Surfer, it's a row that go up. I mean, don't complicate things here. Where well, do you I like to sit? That way. Surfer, where do you like to sit? I, don't 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 complicate this. All I, movie I theaters, all movie theaters, for the most part, have the same design. Okay. If it's a thing, a theater where everything goes up, I'll usually sit on the floor, not in the front, but in the handicap section. Okay. I mean, okay. Now, some theaters are built where you come in and the seats go down. And then there's some seats behind you that go up. Wherever I sit, I have to have leg room. I mean, all the movie theaters down here have uh, leg room. Okay. If the theater has inclined seats, then you don't have to worry about leg room. Because, yeah, they all have leg leg room. I mean, all the theaters down here are like that, so. Yeah, we all our theaters up here don't have inclined seats. I mean, there's there's theaters that, that still have the same seats. From the, from the late eighties when they opened up. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. All right. So Surfer's gonna go to see Batman. Do you have a? You don't have assigned seating at this theater. Yeah. You do. So where where are you gonna sit in the handicap section? No, I'm in I'm in the IMAX. So the this leg room. IMAX. Okay, but where are you sitting then? I'm sitting on. You want the row, Leonard? No, I want to know in the position, not the row. Are you sitting in the front, the middle, the back, the side, the what? I'm sitting on the side. On the side. In the middle, yeah. in, the, in the front, the back? No, I'm sitting on the end of the row. End of the row. That's, I don't, I don't row. want to be trapped. Okay. <laughs> so, end of the row, but where? In the middle? Of the section of yeah, the theater? Yeah. Okay, there you go. That's the middle, the middle. The middle and on the end of the row. Yeah. Okay. Is that so difficult to tell me? My God. I don't know why it, it, it matters. It I doesn't mean, matter. I'm just seat. curious. I'm just curious where you like to sit. I don't like to sit anyway. It just depends on how crowded the thing is. Everybody has a preference in the movie theater. Mm. Yeah, I'm in the middle. 
I'm the end guy. I'm an end guy too. Hey, listen, I I used to be like this. I used to be, I had to sit way in the front, front row. Then I got into a phase where I had to sit way in the back, and then right in the middle, and then on the side. Okay. Now these was these was old theaters. These wasn't these weren't stadium seating. You know, this is you walked in, and there's a little in. It, it whipped out. It, you know, it was all flat. I but know. There's flat ass plastic seats. But everything's on the ground. <sighs> Good lord. And I don't know if there's any fitters. Well, actually, I do. The the rich still have fitters. Still have seats like that. But yeah, AMC and Regal. They have reclining seats. Not reclining seats, but stadium seating. All right. Shout out to my girl AOC, man. Said she was lonely on Valentine's Day. Surfer, I don't know what that happened. Man. She should call her up, Surfer. I mean, she's a young girl. She should not be alone. AOC, baby. Uh, they, they, they're mad at her because she said she's a woman of color. Ain't wrong. Yeah, but they, you know, Tucker Carlson was going to say she's a privileged white woman. She's a privileged, good-looking white woman. Mm -hmm. She's one of the better ones I can can tell. She's not white, though. We know that, Surfer. White enough. I don't want. I don't want her looking like a like Casper. Like or like that that broad lower angle. I don't think she looks pale. I didn't say she did. I said she's white enough. Ain't too many white women walking around with the last name Cortez. Well, well, you know, if you're from uh, Spain. She put them Liberian glasses on, boy, be a rap. <laughs> Do a decimal system. That's what I'm talking about. Makes you want to go to the library, right? Mm-hmm. Check out every book. Just so she can sit there and hit it with that gun. So Surfer, how many how many years did you get your movies from the library? I gotta ask that question. Uh, I never really got from the library. You never got movies from the library? No. I don't believe that for some reason. You know what? Mm. I've, I've done it. I've done it. Why wouldn't you have done it? I just As a matter of fact, my local library even had wrestling videos. I'm I'm not saying that you're going in there looking for the for for the new releases. I'm just saying you went in there and found something that caught your attention. Yeah, no, I've never got a... The only movies I've read from the library is, is through Hoopla. That's online. <sighs> but no, I've never gone in there and picked up a DVD or a video thing. I mean, I, I, the last time I stepped foot in a library... I was still in school, but, uh, you know, I 
mean, I graduated high school 20 years ago, but still. I was in a library last year. I had to print some stuff out. Okay. Because you don't have a printer. I didn't have my computer last year. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Excuse me. But you went to the library for that? You couldn't go to, like, Office Depot? Uh, why go to Office Depot? I don't know. They do it. You can get your shit there at Office Depot or FedEx. Okay. And I can get it at the library, too. So I got it at the library. All right. Well. Whoop-de-doo. Matt says that when you rented movies at the library, they were for they were on reel to reel. Hey, not reel to reel. No, the only thing I remember uh, going to the library is uh, is the old the old school dot matrix printer. You know, that would print. Doc wow. Not not Doc Hendricks. Doc Matrix. Dot Matrix. You know the printers that. Yeah, you, you find people that knew how to make them print out uh, images and stuff. Yep. There you go. One of those jobs. I got an F in the Eagle tank. That brings back some memories right there. It's still in chill. Oh, boy. Here's this one. This is a... And this one says it's quiet. Let's see how quiet this is. Hold on. That's very quiet. And of course, changing the ribbon on those things was always such an easy thing. <laughs> Anyways, um, I guess let's get to it, shall we? Um, let's talk a little wrestling because it was this past Saturday. Elimination Chamber started at eleven o'clock in the morning, and uh, I prefer if they're going to go across the pond. That they do these pay-per-views on Saturday, so I could dedicate my dedicate time to actually watching the damn thing, and not be on the clock at work. But uh, but yeah, so uh, what'd you guys think of the pay-per-view? <laughs> I don't know. It was mediocre at best. Eh. Right. Yeah, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't nothing. Eh. I thought that the women's matches were better than the men's matches for sure. Um, Rock, Rock having to kick his way out of pod. Uh, yeah. I'm ready to call. I'm ready to call the authorities on Seth Rollins. Why? Because he's not feeding his wife. And she's whittling it down to nothing. 
What? She's just getting the she shit. She's calling the authorities. She says she's whittling down. Hold on. Hold on. There we go. No, I mean, like, before she got pregnant, and it's just she been back, she's a lot thinner than before she got pregnant. Because she was losing all the, the, the baby. She lost. She was she was in paper thin. Now she's in better shape after she had the baby. She's paper thin now. She that's the thing. She lost a lot extra weight that she had before she got pregnant. Her legs, her legs look like toothpicks. Well, she's so working. you saying she like a strong crackhead? Listen, one thing about Becky Lynch, she had five on her. Now she don't. Okay. So, yeah, Seth Rollins is not feeding him. Give that woman a sandwich. Everybody doesn't need a sandwich, oh. surfer. You know, I personally, you know, I'm not a fan of Becky in that sense. Now, I'm glad the city of Jeddah has become more progressive since the last time the WWE was in town. Okay. Uh, I'm just going by the, the outfits these women wore this time around. Well, the outfits, they're letting them be a little bit more creative. And WWE, the seamstress, the uh, which is uh, Sasha's uh, husband. You know, I thought he got fired. I don't know if he got fired, but he's he's got liberties. If, if he's still there, he's got liberties of... Uh, you know, to design the wardrobe and stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, the first few times they fought, they were wearing baggy t-shirts and uh, sweatpants. Yep. And now they came out all on shiny tight leather. Mm-hmm. No, I know I... that was a good, good idea for Dewdrop. Uh, well, what would you rather her come out in her in her no, uh, just, you know singlet? I, I'm just saying, like she could have she could have maybe split something and would have been all over. She can do that now. Yeah. Now, actually, Nikki wore her outfit. The old do drop. Instead of the uh, the bottom looking like a thong, they look like you know, shorts. Yeah, it? it looked like it looked like she had on shorts around the, the the behind area instead of uh, a g string. Right. No, I and, they, uh, the girls looked good. You know, I'm surprised that uh, they they let Rear Ripley. Come out with all these spikes and stuff. Yeah, but she her notice all her tattoos were covered. Yeah, of course. And things like that. Um, that's one right there. That that's. She just looked like if she had a gimp mask on, she would torture the hell out. Of that is just a, an absolute shame what she's done to her body. Because. The Rhea Ripley of old was 
she's still very attractive when she's not all dudeed up. But the ink, she really killed herself with all that ink, man. The ink all over the body is really, it's too much. Yeah, but it's giving her a career, though. Yeah, but most of the ink that's on her body is covered. Most of it. You know, um, I mean, come on now. Take this. Here's, I mean, let me see here. Will this post? Yes, it will. I mean, come on. That she she went from that to to what she is now. Oh, Oldberg looks. Uh, he looks older than ever. Oh, he needs to stay away. Yes, he does. Here, this is a better one. Here's here's the progression of Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I know. And uh, it's just it's just tragic what she's done. Yeah, when she looked like a glamour model, she didn't get nowhere. Doesn't even have to be the glamour model. She could have, if that last picture that I put, if she would have stayed at number three or four, oh, would have been perfect. Well, maybe, maybe it's her boyfriend talking into it. I don't know. God damn. Man, her boyfriend. Her old bird needs to stay away. Well, he's done, right? All of his dates are done. Yeah, but he wants to, uh, he says he still wants to go, I think. Go home? What the hell you want to go for? Holberg? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah it's almost so much. <laughs> I There you go. That's uh, Rhea and her husband. So, but anyways, double A check it. Check your Facebook, man. My Facebook. Yeah, they got damn much oh lights on tonight, man. He trying to be a wrestler too, right? Who Goldberg's son? No, that's what I heard. Rhea's uh, husband. No, I don't think oh, so. Oh, Rhea Ripley's son. Rhea Ripley's husband. Yeah. Oh, that's her. This is her dude that look like Xavier Woods. Yeah, that's her husband. Man, come on, man. I kind, I kind of figured she wanted like brown, the black coffee. She liked the coffee. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, I think um. The pay-per-view was adequate at best. And yeah, Bobby got hurt. Bobby got hurt, but that was, you know, to write him off TV. Right. And, um... Plus, plus to prevent him. He can't, they can't say that uh, he was eliminated by uh, Bob, uh, by um, Black Lesnar. It, 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 it keeps that uh, thing of who's better. They really haven't gone at it clean yet. Yeah. 
Um, let me see here. I'm glad Oldberg got dominated too. I mean, no. usually he gets in like uh, 15 spares, and uh, this time he got he got a uh, beat up around the ring. He got a couple of spares in, but then uh, that the guillotine slapped on him. Mm-hmm. Now a couple of things here. Um, I don't know why I can't concentrate on, on, uh, on certain things. Um, hold on. Oh, yeah, the paper. You got hit. I didn't get hit. I'm just I'm having a hard Not time. Oh, oh, talking about getting hit or getting uh, uh, concussed. How about that bump with uh, Mad Cat, Madcap Moss? Oh, man. I was monitoring him for a week because he could die from them. But he went around forgiving everybody, apparently, because he says he botched it himself. It was him that botched it. So. Yeah, but. So, like, didn't somebody just die? Oh, no. Well, what you call him? The. You're just talking about the actor. He died because he hit his head. Bob, Bob Saget. Yeah, he he died of, like a uh, like within a week after hitting his head. Yeah, but he didn't hit his head. It wasn't the head that 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 people are were concerned about. It was the neck, because he hit his head on the ring mat, you know, which at least has some cushion and and whatever. But that spot, oh wow. But apparently he, he he checked out and he's okay. So. Oh, Braun Breaker. Who's Braun Breaker? <laughs> he's whooping ass here on NXT. He's beating up the Dirty NXT Dogs. <laughs> the NXT Braun Heavyweight Braun. Champion. That's right. That's a Steiner brother, ain't it? That's a Steiner son. <laughs> That's, that's uh, Rick's that's son, right? Son. That's Rick Steiner's son, yep. That's the dog-faced son, right? That's the dog-faced gremlin junior. Yeah, he, he sounds like him. He looks like him, and he rustles like him. Well, you know, he don't have all the hair that his father had. Well, his father's hair was uh, was covered by uh, by that damn wrestling mask, that headset, that headgear. No, I'm talking about the facial hair. Oh, well, that's just a preference thing. So Bobby Roode going from TNA champion to this, huh? Well, they apparently they um, they're gonna there's gonna be a lot of crossover feuds now. Oh, here comes Rick Rick, uh, Rick Steiner. All right, let's go back to some news here before we get into some other other things that we're going to do because I'm kind of all over the place right now. Breaking news that came out over the weekend or, or late last week. First story on uh, Thursday. After 29 years with the WWE, 
they released Spanish announcer Carlos Cabrera. Yeah, they did. And nobody really knows why. Carl Cuddy. A Spanish announcer? Somebody's got to do that job. Yep. You would think. 29 years with the WWE. Yeah, that's probably why. That's probably why. Because they like, you've been around too long. So, probably you to go home. Ridiculous, but. Well, Double can we talk about that rumor that I heard about? Go ahead. I don't know if I heard it. About that meeting that uh, Vince had with, with Roman for the plans for Mania. Okay. Did y'all hear about no, that? I didn't hear about that. So it's a report out that he met with Roman, and Roman's pissed because they he said he want Brock to win. So he wants out of his title reign. No, he's they talking about he's leaving the company. The report I read that Roman is leaving I, the company. Yep. I don't buy it. Hollywood. If he loses, if he loses, if he has to drop the belt, he's gonna leave. Oh well, if he if if he if he leave if he loses the title, yeah, okay, I'll give it some credence. But if he retains the title at WrestleMania and wins, it was only if he because the meeting Vince said that. He was going to lose the title. I don't. I don't buy it. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. I don't buy it. What word? Uh, what word was? I don't know how much credit you want to give it. Not too much right now. Roman would be very stupid to leave. They say he got a lot of a lot of offers in Hollywood, man. Yeah, I got a lot of offers too in Hollywood. That doesn't mean I should jump out the, on them. He already Jason Momoa stunt, though. You know what I'm saying? Aquaman. Maybe that was Roman at the end of Peacemaker. Oops, did I give that away? God dang. A Peacemaker. That cameo was great. At the end. Momoa showed up and... Uh... Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me talk about that. Without giving too much away about what happened. People were calling that the greatest, one of the greatest season finales of all time. I didn't see anything no. special about that finale. I mean, it was it was entertaining, but I didn't no, see anything. The whole show or the cameo? Uh, no, I'm talking. About, they're they're saying the whole show was the season finale, the season finale was was out out of this world, and I thought it was okay, but it wasn't anything. But I will admit, the, I will admit the cameo was pretty funny. The action was good, okay. And then they play the theme song during the fight scene. I will say that you got a lot of you got a lot of people come, a lot of resolution to a lot of people, and you know that last scene where he's sitting there on his porch, eagerly there, and then. The butterflies 
that he had in the jar comes up and he, he pours out the food for it and then his father comes and sits down next to him and he's he staring at his father and his father got this smile on his face. And that's sir for spoiling it for the people that didn't uh that uh, no, didn't that, see this. Spoil the whole show. No, you're you're giving the ending of the episode though. But say it's like them, people no, people saying it's a lot of I didn't give away a lot, but a lot of characters got resolutions to what they was going through throughout the show. I don't know. Let me play you let me play you the the cameo. This was after the fight scene, by the way. Like I said, during the fight scene, they were playing the theme song, which just made every everything seem pretty cool. So here we here's uh, uh, John Cena walking uh, in the field, and I'll just play it out so that you can hear. It. goes the Justice League. You're late, you fucking dickheads. Go fuck another fish, asshole. I'm so fucking sick of that rumor. It's not a rumor. Fuck you, Barry. And that's the cameo. The flash wow. the flash said is not a rumor. Yes. So the day went through that through the whole season, they was talking about Aquaman fuck fish. <laughs> and John Cena's captain kept insisting it was true. Yeah. But um what made one of the other things that made that, that particular scene great. Now I hear this all the time, like on TV shows and movies, like, people always wonder, well, where was the rest of the heroes? Why didn't they show up to help? So finally, you get some heroes showing up to help, but it was too late for them to help. Yeah. And so, does the same dude that played the Flash on in the Justice League and stuff, does he play him in the CW yeah. series? No. It's two different actors, but the the guy from the Justice League is going to be in his own movie. In the Flash, own movie, right? Right. Oh, I know know you're going to see that for free. They're going to fix that fucking costume. He look like a he look like a Power Ranger. Some some superheroes don't make. Since to have movies in the flash one. Okay, you're fast. Like that's your super super power. Definitely you're wrong. It's more he's more than just he runs fast. He can do a lot with his abilities of super speed. What turn the clock back? Well he he can he can uh run through time. He can create uh Static electricity. He can create electricity, whirlwind, 
he can phase through solid objects. And he can, uh, if he wanted to, he could, he could kill somebody by uh, making his hand go fast enough into somebody's chest. But it's not, it's not, it's not just him running fast. He can do a lot with super speed. He can think fast. He can read fast. Flash Gordon is a better superhero than him. And he had a cool theme song, so I'll throw that out there. He does the impossible. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. If you haven't seen Peacemaker, though, I mean, there's just a lot of very funny things. Here's one of them. Here's here's Peacemaker talking about Batman. Hold on. Batman has a coterie of supervillains. Joker, Riddler, Mad Hatter. So what? You said you were a superhero like Batman. Do you have a coterie of supervillains? No, he doesn't. So maybe you're not a superhero after all. You want to know why I don't have a coterie of supervillains? Why? My coterie of supervillains is six feet fucking under. There, you see? Batman doesn't kill people. Because he's a pussy! He's a dark creature of the night! He's a jackass! Who wrestles with murderers dressed like clowns and throws them in prison! So they can break out of prison and then murder more people! Real me this, how many people you think Batman's indirectly murdered by being too much of a candy ass not to kill these fools who clearly need to be smoked once and for all, you wrinkly, sharp pay looking dimension-infested fuck! Jesus. I was just trying to make conversation. This is him talking about Superman. ...the human body through one of its orifices and borrow through the brain, where they're then in control of the body. They go through the butt? I think that's just some uh, creativity on the part of whomever did the animation. The butt is an orifice, okay? That means they'd have to crawl through poop. Just because they're aliens doesn't make them gross. Bigotry. Superman's an alien. He's got a poop fetish. What? Oh, yeah. He uberly bays the old shizers. I understand it. Where do you get this nonsense? Google. There you go. <laughs> so. Oh, oh wait. Here, here's, here we go. Hold on. I will say this. Well, I'll, let me ask Surfer, but Tony, see, you haven't watched the series yet, right? 
No, but yeah. Because you the see the season's over already, so. Mm-hmm. Don't have to binge it. Surfer, do you have a favorite character on the show? I bio. That's your favorite character. I'm glad she lived through it. Now I will admit, vigilante. That's my that favorite. That motherfucker can get can fight. Like you think he's just a guy in a costume playing maple leaf, and then when you see him take out those uh white supremacists in the uh, prison, and the way he was cutting through those people in the last episode and shit, I was like, damn, that motherfucker can fight. Yeah, Vigilante's my favorite character on the show. No, I was, I, I was, I was, I was just glad I Bio didn't die. I mean, she, she, she represented us in the show. You know, being the the, the normal person, like she wasn't a part of that thinking he's a superhero or, or black ops or anything like that. She was just a regular person. And, and what about the? I, I can't think of the guy's name. What about the white guy with the beard? Uh, a kind of... He's a normal, normal person. No, no, no. He works for Amanda Waller. Which, by the way, that was a very funny scene at the end involving her. I will say that. Yeah, he's he worked for Amanda Waller for years. Okay. He's, he's a part of that. Now, he wasn't a field person, but he always, he worked for her, so... Uh... He's not like the, he's not the regular guy, like her, her, like her daughter was. Like her daughter, like he roped her daughter into doing this, and uh, that just shows how cold she is as a person. That she would put her own daughter in danger. Okay, so how do we get the sonic boom helmet over to the barn? Well, we can shoot fishing line over to the barn for one of these trees here, and just let the helmet slide down. Like Green Arrow? No, not like Green Arrow. That dude goes to brony conventions dressed in the back half of Twilight Sparkle with a four-inch wide butthole drilled in the costume. Maybe it's so we can breathe properly. You actually believe that shit? He has an insane story for every single superhero. No, I actually heard that's true about Green Arrow, but that's the first thing he said that's real. An Aquaman fucking fish. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. <laughs> The, the thing, yeah, they're just having random conversations, and, and they throw in little things like that. But the running joke on the show is Aquaman fucking fish. Yeah, hold on. One tap is yes. Two taps is no. Do you understand? Okay, Goff. Is that a peace sign? Oh, Goff. What's your favorite color? Dude, it's, it's yes or no questions. I just said it. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, Goff, is your favorite color teal? Bro, what the fuck? What? I'm going to go through all the colors, and then eventually we'll find out which one he likes best. Yeah, and why would you give a fuck what his favorite color is, and why are you starting with teal? You don't think it's interesting that a praying mantis thing has a favorite color, and it might unexpectedly be teal? That is mildly interesting, but he just drew a peace sign in the jar. Don't we want to see what's up with that? Yes, we do. Goff. Why did you put a peace sign on the jar? Yes or no. It's yes or no. It's only fucking yes or no questions. That's a lot of rules. Two fucking rules. Two. One yes or no. Two don't be a fucking moron. How am I supposed to follow that second rule? Maybe by shutting the fuck up. Oh, okay. I see. I see how you are. Your preferred conversation partners are Eagly and Gok, neither of who are capable of speech. 
Try introspection on that motherfucker. Sorry. No, you're right. You know what? I do surround myself with things that don't talk back. I mean, I don't... You shouldn't blame yourself. Dude, fucking, I'm talking. Listen. Listen. I'm getting this weird feeling that you're angry. There you go. One, one. They, they both were clueless in, in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and to hear John Cena just curse nonstop is is very. It's 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 different because you know I'm used to him going on WWE TV saying, "Well, you just pooped your pants," you know. Anyways. Heel Johnson. I'm telling you. Heel yeah. Johnson. Here's a long time before you see him in the ring. <laughs> Matt Squires. Matt Squires with an Aquaman quote. Look at that fat bass. God damn. Fat with a PH, by the way. PH. Oh, boy. So, yeah. So, check out uh, Peacemaker. Tony C. I think you'll you'll thoroughly enjoy it. You gotta, yeah, it's very funny. Oh, I got some trivia for y'all. Sure. So that that cameo scene, they like <clears throat> Aquaman and Flash was filmed separate, right? And of course, the other two people was in Shadowfield. They were just standing, but they had to film the Flash's line. So. James Gunn was allowed to film the flashy scene at a Marvel studio. Whoop de do. Whoop de do. So they green screened him. No, what I'm saying, like, you know, Marvel and, 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 and Warner Brothers, they're competing companies. Oh. <clears throat> okay. But James Gunn. Who did the Suicide Squad and he did Peacemaker? Also did is doing Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. And so he's filming Guardians of the Galaxy because he's doing Guardians Three plus a Christmas special. And they allowed him to film that flash scene on set. If only there was a show where you can talk comments on this network. I know, right? Yeah, yeah no. If only it was. Well, I got, I got, a, I got a setback. So. Well, speaking of that, okay. This week, I am putting pen to paper on our WrestleMania marathon for this year, and one of the things I plan on adding to the lineup, okay, is at least. Something hosted by the silver one, even if it's a short, short uh, show, even if it's thirty minutes. That's my my plan. So, so we'll figure that out, and uh, you might hear Surfer doing the comic book thing here very soon. Okay. Um, the other breaking news story this week, 
um, and obviously this was the one that dominated the news this week, was it was announced early on Friday morning that um, The Undertaker was being inducted into the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame. A lot of people... A lot of people are very happy about it. A lot of people say he's deserving, and of course he is deserving. It's being done in Dallas. It'll happen the night, uh, the Friday before WrestleMania, after SmackDown goes off the air. Um, I will tell you this, one of the shows that we will have during the marathon will be a post-show of the Hall of Fame on that Friday night. Um, but let's get, we'll, we'll touch on that you know, next week probably. Now, a lot of people are saying, wow, you know, The Undertaker, it's, it's about time and this and that and whatever, that he deserves his own induction ceremony. Just by himself. Just by himself. Let me, let me, let me stop everything right there, okay? As much of a, uh, as a star as The Undertaker is in wrestling. And as much as he is a stalwart of the WWE, I mean, he was the cornerstone of that company, and he worked under the WWE umbrella for 30 years, never worked for anybody else, you know, uh, during his Undertaker tenure, because before becoming The Undertaker, okay. he, wor- he, he worked in WCW, but his real name. Oh uh, yeah. Well, kind was of. Callus or Callaway? Callus. Was the mean Mark Callus, right? Yeah. So here's my thing, okay? And you guys can tell me if I'm if I'm out of line by saying this. Is the Undertaker worthy? of his own induction solo. Because I don't think so. I don't think anyone is that worthy. If somebody was, I don't know if it would be him. Come on, that's like a, that's like a what? A 45-minute induction ceremony? Like, I, I, you want me to, you want me to be real with you? Bef- you know, I mean, Stone Cold's already inducted. But if you want me to tell you who's a bigger star in wrestling and that probably deserves his own induction ceremony, it's probably John Cena. Bigger than who? Bigger than Taker? I I think so. Because while I I like The Undertaker and everything, I think John Cena is the bigger star. Um, there's a lot of others that are the bigger star, um, so I don't think I, just I'm just talking in wrestling. I think John Cena's the bigger star. I don't think now, the Undertaker. <sighs> I don't see the Undertaker being oh. on the same level as John Cena and The Rock, and you know. Stone Cold Steve Austin, even though, you know, Stone Cold's already inducted, but there are certain people that are bigger, bigger people in wrestling. No three H's? 
Um, Undertaker's bigger Triple than H. Under, Undertaker's bigger than Triple H. In I'm terms of star power, that have, that's not in. That are big. You got it, him. It, the would, Rock. it would be him. The, no, well, Triple H, I would not throw in that. In that thing, I, no, no, Triple, I mean, H, is a, Triple not, H is a Triple H is a Hall of Famer, but he's not on that same level as the Undertaker in terms of star power. Star power. Cena is on that second tier with uh, a Flair. On him a, and Flair on that. Second I think tier. Flair Flair is bigger than Cena. The difference is that Flair is a different time. Oh, you just talking about in this little last. What, I am no. I am talking about in general. Period. Like there because. are. Like if you want to tear it off, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The, the Rock. Rock would probably be in the first tier. Right. In the second tier, you're going to have John Cena, Roman Reigns. Yeah, put Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Um, I That's because he came back. I said, Brock wouldn't have came no, back, he'd have been further. Oh, no. I think Brock would have been... Brock would probably even have been an afterthought. Right. If he never came back, he'd have been... That's what I'm saying. He'd have been further down, if any. I, I think... Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few others that probably would be in that second. Bret Hart. Yeah. I think The Undertaker is high up in the third tier. Maybe even the Michaels bottom. Shawn Michaels in the second or third tier. Second. Shawn Michaels is in the second. Okay. I think The Undertaker is teetering on that bottom second, top third. It's like he's walking the line. So when I hear the people saying that he deserves his own ceremony, well, it might be big take a mark. But that's that's the thing. There's there's a lot of people that that drink that Kool Aid for the Undertaker. That is, he's good. I he's mean, good. He, good. he deserves he's it. Good. He deserves it. But you know, he he. I don't. I don't think he deserves his own solo thing. That's just me. Do you think if him, Brett, and Sean would have left in 97? Because there's rumored that Sean was going to leave too and jump to WCW. Right. If those three go, and you remember they were close to, you know, they were teetering. If if Bischoff was able to get all three, does WWE hold up? I don't know. You still have Austin. Rock was coming along. I don't know because you know what? Austin wasn't that big where Tom was big jump ship. He was he was coming big because you know. No, that, but that's ninety seven, not ninety six. 97. I'm going to tell you. Summer of 97, Austin was. Was all, was running on all cylinders. On, right. He, he was on the eight, a very hot ascend. I, so. I, I, I'll put it this way. 
if Shawn Michaels had gone to the W to WCW, I don't think the Attitude Era necessarily would have kicked off because yeah, Stone Cold was already becoming. They like to use the word attitudinal. He was like becoming the Attitude Era. But it was really DX that really lit the fuse. And if it wasn't for DX, I don't know if the Attitude Era would have ever really happened. And DX was formed until what, September? September of 97. And I don't know if Stone Cold was going to be the one that would completely change the promotion. Like, I don't see him being the guy that does that, you know? So, Michaels, basically, it sounds like you're saying, if Michaels would have left, that would have really swung the pendulum. I think so. That, 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 it would have put, it would have, it would have essentially put the stake in Vince's heart. Yeah, that Stone Cold, um, Shawn Michaels WrestleMania match, that, uh, Kicked off a second part of, of an era. You said Stone Cold and who? Um, Shawn Michaels. Oh, in '98, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying, but my my point was, Surfer, is that if it wasn't for DX in the uh, fall of '97, yeah. the Attitude Era would have never taken off because, okay, in WWF. Yeah. Let's let's say same story. Okay, Stone Cold in the main event at WrestleMania 14, but he go, he's going up against Bret Hart, a heel Bret Hart and the Hart Foundation. That does not. He had already, he had already left, but I'm I'm giving you an example. No, but, you we had already but, seen that match. No, 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 but but now it's for the title, and because they had a classic the year before, it would have been easy to sell a rematch. That wasn't for the title. The one in ninety seven. No, Stone Cold for it. It was not for the title. It was not. <laughs> they, they did the title was not on the line because neither one was champion. Right. See, it was a champion. In so. if if a year later in ninety eight, Brett was the champion and it was Stone Cold versus, and it would have been a perfect setup because. Here's Brett. He's the World Wrestling Federation champion. Him facing Stone Cold, a man who never quit the year before. It would, that would have been a great match, and it would have been a great storyline. But that yeah, would it would not have done okay. the business of Michaels and and Austin and the way the, and and kick off the Attitude Era was not going to happen. I mean, they wouldn't have done that match between them two. I think the pay-per-view, the in-your-house, Revenge of the Taker or whatever. They would have had, they would have threw that one. That wouldn't have happened. Because I think that was the last time them two wrestled. Brett and uh, Stone Cold? I think so. Yeah. Well, they did a street fight the next night, so... So if you want to no, but a but a match, but a match that really meant something, you know. They had never, right. had, they never had a, t- a title match. Yeah, they never fought for a title. No, the Montreal school job would have never happened. The mm-hmm. business, and let's be honest with you, good whether what no matter what side you 
side with the Montreal Screwjob put all the eyes on the WWF. But what if Brett and Shaw would have left, though? <sighs> they would have been screwed. They would have been screwed. They would not have been able to survive. Stone Cold would have had to been champion when he wasn't ready. Rock would have maybe been pushed up a little bit sooner than he was ready for. Um, I don't know. Undertaker maybe would have had a championship run that lasted longer than it did in 97. Mm-hmm. Maybe there, maybe Farouk would have been the champion. I don't know. Yeah, yeah he did get a title shot at King of the Ring. And speaking of Farouk, Stone Cold Sessions with Ron Simmons, I watched it uh, over the weekend. And I, I will say this. It's hard to understand Ron Simmons talking in this episode for some reason. He's talking. About that? He talks with a mouthful of marbles for some reason. What about that clip I sent you and Lee when Ron Simmons called Farouk called into the live? Yes. <laughs> and, um, hey man, that's our two black. If you want to hear two uh, brothers from the hood talk on the phone, if Double A can play it, Ahmed and Farouk was just talking about nonsense. And I loved it. Wishing well in his other life. And I know about a smile of double A face when I said it. Hey, here it is, here it is, here it is. First of all, I'm not taking nothing from you, Farouk, okay? Five time All American. You know he was right never mind, he was number five on hiding trophy list. Outman trophy candidate. Great. Outstanding athlete. Mm-hmm. Son, candidate. let me tell you something, that's great. But that ain't gonna stop me for one second from putting my foot in your ass. Okay, well, you understand that? Hey, listen, you understand uh, that? No, no, you understand. Do you understand that? You but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm not even mad at you. Like Tupac said, dog, I ain't mad at you. Because what you did, you woke me up. And now I know. Now I know in the WWF, I got to walk it alone. Now hey, I know I got to watch my back. See, what you did, you helped me, son. You didn't even know it. Hey, bro, it ain't, it you ain't, helped about, me. It ain't about being mad. It's about winning. And you know for yourself, we both have similar backgrounds. Raised in the streets. There are no oh, yeah. lines in the streets. Come on, all man. There are no rules. Hey, and like you said, man, when the talk racism, when it gets into the ring, everybody runs up to me. How can you do that to another brother? If a brother is in that ring trying to de- defeat me and to get what I'm trying to obtain, I don't care what color he is. He can be clear for all I care. And uh, you were just another man. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I am mad at you, dog, but once again, we must sell this. Whether it be in the ring or out the ring, it got to be something. Because you know you're from the streets. I can't let you walk around, man, doing something like that to me. My reputation's on the line. You cannot embarrass me or the Pearl Pack. You got to pay. Let have them sit when the match is set and the stage is set. All of that. Hey, I, where you at? I come now. Where you at now? You at home? I come to your house. You know, all that will come to light. And here, I come to your house tonight. You know what? You should have Lawrence Welk on that right. show this morning and playing violins, all those soft stories I hear. What, what, what would a woman want with a half a man? Hey, I hope your other kid is in good shape. Oh man. <laughs> now that's how you cut a promo, man. Put my foot in your <laughs> that was on live television. <laughs> on a Saturday morning. <laughs> on a Saturday morning. <laughs> Was D-Lo in it, Paul, too? This is before no, D-Lo was involved. 
For real, man. Hell, man. I hope you other kid no Oh, man. Oh, man, man. That's why you got to go back and watch the old episodes of Raw and Nitros and stuff. You find gems in the man that you might have forgot about. And I damn sure forgot about that old boy. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm trying to go. I think I'm trying to go with this pro, promo for next week. Well, I think I got it. Look, I've got. This is from. Uh, here's Stone Cold sending a uh, get well message to Ahmed Johnson. On oh, this is this is from uh, September '96 on the Action Zone. Get well soon, son, because when you come back, I'm gonna pound the other kidney. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, hey man, Stone Cold. I just watched the episode with Stone Cold beat up Bret Hart, hurt his knee, <laughs> and the, I think this is the first time he commandeered the, the ambulance. <laughs> I told you I would do it with your ass. <laughs> I told you I'm taking you to hell with me. Man, Stone Cold those mother stuff, man. Hey, double you know what? I don't know if you know this, man. When you get a moment, these, you can find that episode. These, that, uh, these, are, these early episodes of Livewire, not to cut you off. I'm looking at these early episodes of Livewire, the people that were in studio. By the way, the email to contact them was wwflivewire at aol.com. Just for those of you guys who want to. Oh, cold. When he was there, they was funny as hell, too. I think somebody called up and he customized. Yeah, they have got Stone Cold when Vince McMahon was on, Psycho Sid, Bob Backlund, Vince Russo. Oh, um, Farouk was on there a couple of times. But, uh, but double A, you got to see on heart fake crime, man. I don't know if you you ever paid that atten- any attention. Oh, I've seen him fake crime. They want to see us fight. When he got the heart foundation back together, yeah. man, Owen Hart did some of the ugliest fake crying I've ever seen in my life, man. No, I've seen that. I have seen that. If you want to see some bad fake crying, man, go back and watch that promo. Bulldog was kind of crying for real, but Owen, terrible. And Bret Hart went lying on them promos back in 1997 about American people, boy. He wasn't lying, that damn bit. WWE put in the first year of Livewire up on the network, please. Oh, man. Get him out of my head, Todd. Get him out of my head. Our man was horrible on the mic, but sometimes he'll slide a good one in there, man. And he'll have you dying. And he had the nerve to say, if Stone, if they gave him a push, he'd have been bigger than Stone Cold, man, please. Oh, here's a promo from uh, Monday Night Raw, February 3rd, 1997. This was actually, I believe this may have been the first episode of The War Zone. Let me skip ahead here. Here we go. Joining us now, ladies and gentlemen, 
Ahmed Johnson. He and, of course, The Undertaker teaming up later tonight to square off against Mankind and the leader of the nation of domination, Farouk. And, of course, Ahmed, everyone remembers that unbelievable one-on-one -on -one encounter. Well, it started out that way with Farouk at the Royal Rumble. You think you've seen some Royal Rumble, Vince McMahon? You ain't seen nothing yet. This is just beginning. <laughs> Well, I'm in right here last week on Raw. We saw you on the hunt. You were chasing the nation of domination. You broke down a door. You chased their automobile off the premises. What's in store for the nation of domination tonight? You know what, JR? I got something in store for everybody, including you and Vance. Because guess what? I don't take my Prozac anymore. And when I get off Prozac, brother, you don't know what might happen to you. And this nation of domination, Ahmed, that continues to grow. Savio Vega turned his back on you as well. Savio, you want to join him? Join him! But I promise you, you will play without the rest! So he's off his Prozac. Oh, Prozac. Come on, man. Standing by right Here we go. Here's another one. This is from, when is this? Uh, this one doesn't have a date on it. What you did by putting your hands on me was entered the zone. My zone. See, my zone is kind of like an end zone. Once you're in there, you score. So you just scored on me. So now it's my turn to score on you. So Monday night, look out. Okay. Man, come on, man. That's horrible, man. None of that made no sense. It's the end zone and you scored. And I'm about to score on you, man. Come on, man. Ridiculous. And this man said with a push, he's been bigger than Austin, man. Ahmed 316. <laughs> says, says, I'm in the zone. <laughs> says, Ain't gonna stop me from my foot in your ass. <laughs> oh, I ain't mad at you. And there's some stuff there on like episodes of Superstars and things like that from that time period. Double oh. A, who's worse? Him or Sid on the mic? Oh, God. Both of them terrible now. Don't give it. Nah, Ahmed. I get it. Both. Ahmed. <laughs> Ahmed. Because the problem with Sid, Sid's promos just were not. Sid Sid's promos were okay. Just Sid forgot what he was talking about once in a while. It would say things. I'm half the man that you are, <laughs> or you know, it would say things like that. You know, the, the stupid with half the brains. You know, yeah. um, and the prom we're live, pal. You know that that promo too. But yeah. uh, those are just those are just silly mistakes that he's made. But his promos were not they were not great. They're not memorable by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, they were not as bad as I mean, Ahmed Johnson's promos are Ultimate Warrior level. So what about when he was recovering at home? The promos and he had first got in. Thank you for the cards and the letters. 
I want to oh, see those cards man. and letters. Man, I mean, don't get me wrong. Once again, I'm saying I mean, it was terrible on the mic. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Johnson promo was a sight to see. And him and Gold does for you. I mean, Dustin Rose did what he, you know, could have did, but <laughs> it was all about Gold Dust. It was one sided. Oh, man. Too funny. I'm in 316 says I just job. Hey, listen, I'm in the job, man, Squire. You got to remember, it was a pay-per-view. He main evented a pay-per-view tag team with Shawn Michaels and Psycho Sid. That's the Intercontinental Champion, man. Let's see here. Let me, let's read this, some stats here of uh, Anthony Norris, otherwise known as Ahmed Johnson, from Lake Alfred, Florida. That's in Polk County. Yeah, that explains a lot. So that means if I go to Lake Alfred... Which is, I think, a couple of uh, counties down. They probably got a Ahmed Johnson museum. <laughs> so here we go. So Ahmed Johnson, he made his he made his wrestling debut. All right, at a house show in Houston, Texas, on July fifteenth, nineteen ninety five. He did his first. Dark match at In Your House 3 in Saginaw, Michigan, where he beat Skip uh, from, the body, from the Body Donnas. His TV, debut, his TV debut was on October 23rd, 95. And um, let's see. He made his pay-per-view debut at the Survivor Series in 95 as in the, with, uh, on Razor Ramon's team. Oh, no, no, sorry. Razor Ramon, Yoko, Owen Hart, and Dean Douglas took on Ahmed Johnson, Shawn Michaels, Sid, and the British Bulldog. Um, he had a pay-per-view match at Seasons Beatings where he uh, beat uh, Buddy Landell in 42 seconds. Oh, Buddy Landell, who is this guy? You don't know who Buddy Landell is? The the Nature Boy? No, I, okay. No, I was uh, mocking that. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, then he wrestled at the 96 Royal Rumble. He wrestled at WrestleMania 12, where it was uh, Ahmed, Yoko, and Jake Roberts against Camp Cornette. Uh, then he had a match at Good Friends, Better Enemies. He won the he won the Intercontinental Championship at King of the Ring in '96. I gotta hear Jim Cornette's uh, opinion of Ahmed Johnson. He's involved with a lot of Jim Cornette stuff here before uh, Farouk got involved. Uh, let's see here. Are you talking about we on on WWF TV? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know he. Probably rip Ahmed a new one, goddamn. Probably talk about him like he talked about a Steiner. He left his last paper. What was his? Do you remember what his last pay per view was, uh, Tony C? Hell no. Take a wild guess. 
Because I didn't even realize it was this this one. It was this far out. Is it in your house? It's an in your house. What year? I don't want to give it away. Man, you got to give me give me. A, no, if I give you the year, you, you you might figure it out. I mean, I need a hint. All right, I'll just tell you what it was. It was uh, his last pay per view appearance was at the very first No Way Out in ninety eight. Ninety nine, right? Uh huh. So what? That's February. That was February. No, say uh-huh. Valentine's Day massacre was in February, ninety nine. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. So when was No Way Out? No Way Out was February ninety eight. Oh, ninety eight. Okay, okay. So No Way Out was in not February ninety eight. Then ninety nine they did Saint Valentine's Day massacre exactly. instead of uh exactly. okay. Yeah. Instead of No Way Out. Makes sense. I'm with you. Hey man, Law and Order's coming back, man. Y'all better get ready. Um and then this is according this is the story. He left he left he says while he was still in Texas, this is during the No Way Out pay per view. He was booked to appear in a segment with the Truth Commission where he was to be beaten and dragged up the entrance ramp. Okay? Unbeknownst unbeknownst yeah, unbeknownst to, to the World Wrestling Federation management, Johnson's sister, an avid fan of the World Wrestling Federation, was battling cancer. Johnson knew his sister watched WWF each week and did not want to have her image of her brother being beaten and dragged by the neck. While she was gravely ill, according to Johnson, 15 minutes before he was scheduled for a match, which would end in his being attacked, he received a call that his sister was doing really bad and that he should come home immediately to her hospital in Florida. Johnson then met with Vince McMahon and told him he had some things to deal with and immediately left the WWF and flew to Florida where his sister died the following week, which he did the right thing. Johnson has subsequently stated that he did not tell the WWF the reason for his departure at the time because he didn't like to burden people with his problems and didn't want to give the impression that he was telling them was telling them something for sympathy. So in July 2021, Johnson for the first time made claims that racism and other and was another reason for his departure, saying there was a family issue, issue that needed my attention. And on top of that, there were other things going on behind the scenes that didn't sit right with me. I started noting a lot of racism going on. It, it called me not wanting to be there and backed off. And that's when he left and he went to WCW in late 1999. And I love how the description here says he signed with World Championship Wrestling, debuted at Sold Out as a heel. By this time, he had gained a massive amount of weight. And he was aptly named Big T. Good Lord. Unreal. That's what Matt said. Then he win uh, the letter T at WCW. No man, he, he they won the rights to Harlem Heat. Man, him and Stevie Ray. They won the rights. Yeah, that's what happened, Matt. it 
my man. Well, I'm know in his grave right now, man. One, two. He's only had three championships in his career. <laughs> mm-hmm. The the Texas All Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Title, the USWA Unified World Heavyweight Championship, and the Intercontinental Title. That's it. One time each. Uh, yeah, yeah. And he also is a Slammy Award winner. So that's our segment of the Black Achiever Awards. We're celebrating Ahmed Johnson today. <laughs> celebrating Ahmed Johnson. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I can get with that. He really deserves so, to be on. He damn sure do. That's Ahmed, man. Yeah, so he, do Ahmed like even his theme song sucked. He used to be one of my heroes. Now, I don't mean many people are here. Oh, world wrestling. Yeah, even his theme song was terrible. He's too big to roll in the casket. It's a terrible song. <laughs> God dang, no way, don't do all man like that. It's a terrible song. That's not his fault that he got saddled with this song. I mean, it is what it is. Let me see here. Here we go. Let's see what Matt's saying. Talking bad about Ahmed. Yeah, he's saying that he invented thigh pads. Yeah, he did. He had them thigh pads. Oh, boy. So, uh, so yes. Salute to Ahmed on this, uh, on this portion of the Black Achiever Awards, kind of. You, you don't got no, uh, you don't got no music to play? For what? Like, uh, for honoring Ahmed, like they do, like the WWE plays the music before they go into talking about Rocky Johnson or somebody like that? Uh, sure. Here we go. <laughs> so, congratulations to Ahmed Johnson for, for being a talked about here on the 2022 Black Achiever Awards. Absolutely. That's right. Ridiculous, man. I think it's... I in the WWE. What was that? He's the third most famous Johnson to wrestle in the WWE. You said the third most famous Johnson. I guess he must consider Rocky Johnson a, uh, a, star. a star. He was back in the day. For about five minutes in the WWE. 
Rocky Johnson went. Matter. Rocky Johnson went everywhere, and was there for a cup he, of coffee. He was one of my heroes. I'm sure he was. Oh, hey, man. oh uh, Phil you was trying to how, call in. Hold on. You just, how, you just don't know how it felt as a black youth to see Rocky Johnson and um, what you call him, win those tag team titles. What you call it? You can't even remember my man partner name. God damn, Tony Atlas, man. Exactly. He hated Tony you Atlas. Don't, you, well, they they hated each other. You so little feeling watching them win the tag team champions. Black. I'm sure. I'm sure you were crying that day. Black. You don't just see that every day. I'm sure you were crying that day. Sure, and when, 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 oh, right. Right. Look up! Look up where they won the titles. On. I know they won the titles on uh, uh, in November 1983. Really? They won it on uh, on on an episode of Championship Wrestling. Hold on, let me see here. Did that have something to do with Philadelphia? Let me. I'll tell you exactly where they won it. Uh, let's see. They they won the titles on the Soul Patrol. Won it on November fifteenth, nineteen eighty three, on on uh, Championship Wrestling. Doesn't say where they were at though. Allentown, PA. Well, they, they couldn't have been in many places then because it wasn't like they was traveling the country at that time. Allentown, PA, because that's where they did most. They did all their PA, or T, not P, not PA. They did all their TV in in Allentown or Hamburg. That was in the eighties, not the seventies. Well, they filmed a lot in Philadelphia in the seventies. Well, I know, but this is in the eighties. So, I mean, Subway, yes. how did you feel the first time two Puerto Ricans won the tag team title? <laughs> did he really just ask me that? <laughs> first of all, um, I... I think two Puerto Ricans winning the tag team titles of note didn't happen until like 2007 or eight when Primo and Epico won them. <laughs> so that's number. How did I feel? I had already yeah. been watching wrestling for 25 years. I kind of took it for what it's worth. Okay. How did I feel when two Puerto Ricans won the title? What kind of question? I'm gonna I'm gonna title this episode. How do you feel when two Puerto Ricans won the title? That's the name of this episode. I'm sorry you didn't get that kind of excitement. What kind of question is that? When two Puerto Ricans won the title, I heard. Phil, how did you feel when two Guineas won the tag team titles? I mean, come on. I wasn't alive when they won the title. Exactly. I be damn man. <laughs> What's up, Phil? Man, this kind of tomfoolery. 
and the racism we got to deal with in 2022 circle. Come on, man. What a what a distasteful remark. How you felt when the Puerto Ricans won the title? See, now you got to play the Dr. Death Terry Gordy promo from the tournament. The, 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 the Puerto Ricans had their own promotion, damn it, in Puerto Rico. <laughs> that ev- that everybody went down. And everybody went down there and worked. Man, I ain't messing with y'all, man. No, Matt. When Doc and Gordy jumped the Puerto Ricans in the tournament to get to the Steiners. Matt, you need to ask Choppy that question. How do you feel when Aldo Montoya debuted? You got to ask Choppy that question, not me. (laughs) Aldo Montoya, goddamn. I I jumped in. What was was going on? What was going on with the Soul Patrol? I jumped in the conversation. I jumped on when you guys. He, oh, I Surfer, was, Surfer was, was trying to tell us that it was a monumental moment when they won the tag team titles, and I'm sure it was. But that's when Surfer then, how did I feel when I saw two Puerto Ricans won the tag team titles? You mean Rocky Johnson and Tony Atlas, right? Exactly, yeah. He says, because he was like, you don't know how, how we felt when they won the tag team titles. It was a big deal here, though. Yeah, I know right it was a that. big deal, but my God, like it was huge. It was huge, actually, um, because this not only were the Samoans so hated, but like they they were the first to do it. But it was so weird because um, I, I wanted to call and I, I I missed the night. I apologize. No, that's all right. Um, but I I we our last throwback was um was Super Bowl two, right? Uh-huh. And uh, the card itself was stacked. Considering the shitty year that WCW was having right. at that point, that's one of their ba- be- uh, best pay per views of all time. Um, th- like top to bottom, like we could. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of snoozers in terms of in terms of like tag team matches and stuff. These yeah. two guys together, like Richard Morton and and, and, um, <laughs> and Vinny Vegas, like stupid shit. Don't mad about Richard Morton. Don't, <laughs> don't do I it. Felt, we felt bad because what's his face was still hurt. Yeah, uh, Robert Gibson. So we, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Richard Morton is different. Goddamn, that's a whole different person. And Terry Taylor borrowed his gear from DiBiase, but I, but I, I, I digress. Yes, um, right. uh, So, but we were talking, and so you know, later, obviously we're going to do a 30th anniversary of um, of Ron Simmons winning the strap from Vader, right? Right. And uh, I watched the uh, the Broken Skull thing with him on it. I didn't. Basically, it was the same thing as Bradshaw, except they had a little more rapport, right? Right. When when he did the Legends thing, but it was, uh, I'm watching. What a what a terrible, you know. They're making a big deal about 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 Simmons, which was it was monumental. But everybody forgets that Bobo Brazil actually won the world title in his heyday, except they wouldn't give it to him because he was in a racist area. I forget which. I think it was in the Midwest, or I it, it, I have to look it up again, but. He won the title. He won the world title. And they wouldn't give it to him. And it was like, no one talks about it. I mean, it was, it's been written. I mean, I know Melts talked about it. I know, like, I don't want to make a big conspiracy theory about it because I, I don't want to take that away from Ron Simmons. I love Ron Simmons to death. He's one of my favorite wrestlers. But, like, it, it's it's something that, that should be revisited in terms of history. It should be put in a book, at least. What's that, sir? I'm sorry. It should be put in a book at this point. Like, pretending it didn't happen is wrong. 
Right. That's my point. It, it's it's almost like you know they want to you know it's this whole thing with you know it's just it's just culture. They want to take stat. They want to erase history. Good, bad, and different, whatever it is, right? Mm. But it, it's you know Simmons winning it was so great, but no one talks about Bo- Bobo Brazil was almost as over as Junkyard Dog was in the mid south when when Junkyard Dog was over and he was, you know, and you know we talked about that already, but yeah, um. And I remember talking about this with Mega Powers a bunch of years ago. I'm like, how come no one ever talks about that? You know, I, I, uh, I got some. I don't know. Bobo was a legend when I was growing up. Yeah, I know. I know. A little and a little before your time too. Like he was just winding down when you were uh, when you were a youngin. Yep. You know, a lot of people was winding down when I got in the wrestling. I mean, I, I remember sitting in the uh, old spectrum when a guy told me and my brother that Chief J. Stromble was 57 when he, while he was wrestling a match. Right. And we found it believe. And now we know, yeah, people wrestling in their 50s and 60s as they can. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bruno did it, man. Bruno was part-time by the time I got to him. You know? They, yeah. were, they were basically forcing him out of that seat because they needed him. When Bobo when Bobo broke into the business, okay, this is this is from uh, this is this is on the internet. When he broke into the business, uh, obviously he was dealing with a lot of things. And Bobo in 1956, okay, what do you think the title he won, Surfer, was? Uh. The WWWF? Nope. Though he was like the WWWF US Heavyweight Champion for like 20 years. But uh, but whatever. Um, he was, in 1956, he was one of several main, you know, big name wrestlers. Because I'm looking at the list here of, of people that have held this title. That was the world... And this goes by two names. It goes either by the world, insensitive what I'm about to say, the world Negro heavyweight champion or the world color heavyweight champion. Oh, yeah, in night colored. They did. He was in 1956. He won it again in 19. He won it twice in 56. Sweet Daddy Siki was champion. Bearcat Wright. Which yes, he trained Edge. Yes, he trained Edge. Bearcat Wright was a former champion, which, by the way, that was the gimmick that they were giving to Keith Lee before he left um, WWE. Sailor. Another fucking, another shucking jive yeah. job. Good job, Vince. Andre's Galarog is the only big cat I got. The big cat, that's right, baby. Former Rocky, yeah, right. former Atlanta Brave. Brave. Yep. Right. Let's see here, because yep. there's, there's four versions of this title. Uh, Black Panther. That was 1933 in Nebraska. Oh, look at this. Right. Rufus Sale R. Thomas. Sale. He was a, yep. one of the that was one first guys, first first popular Negro um, wrestlers. Luther Lindsay. Um, there's a few names here, but anyways, so yeah, he he was that champion. At least it says two oh, times, but but he's a seven-time WWWF US Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, and but you were talking about the world titles. I, I'm assuming I don't know if it's the NWA World Title. It might be that. 
because here they've got listed that he is a two-time WWA World Heavyweight Champion, which is that was the promotion that Dick the Bruiser won in uh, or ran in Indianapolis. Yeah. But he may have won at some point the NWA World Title, and it just they never recognized him. Yeah, but it had to be. I don't know. Who's, it could have been because Stez wasn't a heel. I don't think. Right. No. So it had to be. It might have been. And Buddy Rogers didn't get the belt until what sixty one. Right. That was like. So I don't know if it was. Buddy Rogers, I wish I found it. I, I, let me see here. Okay, find it real quick. I know Buddy, like after the show on, on Friday. Buddy Rogers became champion in 63. 63, okay. Let me see what I can find here. I'm in bed, but... Let's see here. Um, Luthez, Dick Hutt, and Pat O'Connor. Buddy Rogers, Killer Kowalski. Okay, Bobo. August 18th, 1962. Oh, okay. At a house show in Newark. He refused the title due to a groin injury. Buddy Rogers. Okay, that's just a... Phantom, That's just a, a yeah. A phantom no, this had to be in some podunk fucking middle America racist town that he was in. Because oh, no. yeah, you know, but you know what I'm saying? It's only well, I mean, about. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm telling you, he took the I mean, and Mega Powers and I were going to do. We were going to do it. We just never got around to it, and we just let it go forever, 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 and ever. Well, there's all these people that Ric Flair lost the title to that the the title reigns are unrecognized because. The only oh. reason why Flair dropped the title was to avoid a riot. Yeah, like the one in Puerto Rico. The one in Puerto Rico. He took Piper with him. Yeah. So he he took, that was the, <laughs> yeah, there was one with Puerto, uh, in Puerto Rico. There was one in the Dominican Republic, and there was one in Trinidad. Oh, so, Jesus. So Flair's done it three Japan, times. Obviously. Yeah, there's he one in. The belt to, he dropped the belt to Inoki, but they wouldn't, they yep. didn't recognize it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so but, but anyways. But yeah, but just the significance of Bobo, that was my whole, my whole point of of um you know recognition because I, I think they just they're slowly taking stuff away and this isn't everything this is just everything i'm not like it's sweet night to get into that but it, they're just taking stuff away from the history of it and there's so much history and a lot of it was never obviously recorded because tv wasn't available still at that point and if it was it was very limited and they didn't keep the the what if they did record they didn't keep it Right, and it, it, it's it's almost like being, it's a baseball almost a hundred years to to recognize the Negro League uh, as pro ball because they they would it was it was poorly scored, and a lot of the stats weren't up to snub until like historians actually took them a bunch of years to get all the stuff all the data together and to put it together. But the, the, but with wrestling, it's it's so profound because there was so many things that went down. Um. Like that were on television, you know, it, it just it just baffles my mind that they didn't recognize that, you know. I mean, they they'll give him his due, they'll give him the Hall of Fame gimmick, you know. They they, they give him all that, they'll give him an action figure, but they don't recognize the pre people. I don't, you know, it's just I don't know. It's a little a little disheartening, you know. Again, taking nothing away from Ron Simmons because was, that was a great a great moment, you know. Especially for a you know for a sixteen year old Phil, you know, that was fun. But it was what it is. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna come on here though and talk about. Uh, we made fun of a couple of years ago with the last Black Achiever Awards that we did. We talked about a promo that uh, Rufus R. Jones and Pork Chop Cash did. That's right. <laughs> and Rufus R. Jones, you know, tells uh, it's ta- you know Bob Coddle's conducting the interview. Tell him Chop, you know. Oh, my favorite was when when Pez Watley turned on. 
Well, that, that, that is that that to me is one of my favorite. And oh, he just God. went all he went in like he was you know Oh man. Tell him yeah. No, he, he was like it, that Charlie Brown looking like David Crockett though overreacts though for everything. Oh David Crockett. I can't stand <laughs> I can't stand David Crockett and I don't know why AEW sucks his I don't know why AEW constantly brings him on when they're in Charlotte. That's Tony. It's Tony Schiavone. That's 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 his we don't man. we don't need to celebrate David Crockett that much. Uh, he's uh, the Crockett name itself is still a name. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. like it's a, it's a name. I don't. I, you know, if that, I think if the rest of his family was around, they would probably bring him out too. Yeah, there's no reason though you to know? put him on commentary like they've done a couple of times. No, 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 no. That I agree with you. That absolutely. There's a reason why you lost your job as a commentator, David. Okay. Anyways, here's here's that Pez Watley moment. He's full of life, and is he gonna take care of business on you? Woo! All right now, all right now, all right now. Jones, build that army, baby, because David Crockett, right here, right here, is the best black athlete in the world. Pistol. And after Harry David Crockett screamed Pez like 20 times, I feel like eating some Pez. I mean, Jesus. Jesus. Christ. <laughs> Pez, no! No! But Pez. I, what Pez, what Pez, uh, Pez did you have, boy? I just bought whatever was there in the store. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I really didn't collect any Pez heads, uh, surfer. Did you have Mickey Mouse? I don't know what I had. I probably have not had a piece of Pez in maybe 30 years. Cut her off. Jesus. Uh, no, but uh, this, um, I mean, hey, Pez Wally, I know they do, but, but I don't, Surfer. You know, you're, you're talking to a man that has not had Pez in quite some time. You still get your heart yet? I know I did not, by the way. Uh, and when I, and when I, no, not necessarily, but when I did go to look for some uh, conversation hearts, they were all gone from the stores. They had other things, you know. Yeah, Easter time. Move on. I don't want to listen. I applaud. I applaud putting out the next season's candies right away. That's that's fine. But I I gotta get. I don't understand how all the conversation hearts could just disappear because that's usually something people don't eat. But listen. I've noticed. Usually, it used to be like after um, Valentine's Day, and then they put the candy on clearance so it was gone. Now, the next day, that Easter candy goes up. I know it goes up before Valentine's Day now. And I gotta ask something because Phil posted something on Facebook a couple days ago. Phil, did you get your French fries? No, not yet. <laughs> Phil, I have to go to the roast beef spot. Phil posted a thing uh, a couple days ago that you know he woke up in the morning thinking about some some French fries topped with roast beef. 
No, 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 no. He was a roast beef. Spot. <laughs> roast beef, a very famous roast beef spot, roast beef uh, place in Brooklyn oh, called Roll and Roaster. Um, which, like I said, if we do a, a pizza run next time you guys come up, right? You and the wife, you come up, we do a pizza run in Brooklyn. Okay. We'll make it a pit stop at Cheapset Bay. We get some roast beef. Bring extra cash with you. All right. Anyway, um, they made they have and they're known for like their French fries. I think like they like these little discs. Like they, oh, I don't man. know what the hell they are, but they got new fries. And someone posted a picture. I'm like, man, oh. I could really go for some roll roast. It was like eight thirty in the morning. It was like, wrong with me I'm such a fat bastard listen <laughs> I don't crave roast beef at 8 30 in the morning man it happens <laughs> it happens it happens it, it, you know I I I went and indulged myself over the weekend at Culver's you know cause it's not that's easy that's a to, fine establishment it's not that's easy a fine establishment. it is it's not easy to come by because it's 40 miles away from here but I was in the area and I said okay I'm gonna get me some Culver's and, and I did and uh and I gotta tell you, the combination that I had of the sandwich—you know—I had a spicy chicken sandwich with onion rings, and then uh-huh. a, a concrete, a chocolate concrete with uh, hot fudge and brownie pieces. Man, you went all fat pants. Sir, 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 talked about people leaking in their pants. Man, that was me after after I ate all that. Let me tell you. Cheese um, curds are the best. Oh yeah, and I'm not a big cheese person, but their cheese curds are pretty good. Fine establishment. Yes. Um, Fine establishment. So it is. It is. But I think I think sir. But you haven't had their their chicken sandwich yet, though, sir. For, or Tony. Yeah. Sir. Oh yeah, yeah. Chicken sandwich, all right. It was all right, but you don't like I spicy. Don't, I don't have the spicy one though. Oh, the, the spice. You gotta have the spice. I had the regular one. Gotta have the spice. Very crunch. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have the spicy. Ask them to add mayo, and then get onion rings so you can put a couple of onion rings inside the sandwich. Oh. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean that's that's that sounds it at all. Oh. I mean, you want to talk about? Being a fat bastard, that right there, that's 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 something else. No, and I got to tell you, I've I've been sampling little things here and there from various uh, eateries, and uh, I've been pleasantly surprised lately, and uh, was with certain things. And uh, if I discover any new chains that open up in the area, because there's a lot of things that are headed south, um, for some reason. I don't know if this is a, a because of where I am, okay? And did something happen that Jersey Mike's suddenly became as big as Subway? Because just in my neck of the woods, I have three Jersey Mike's locations opening. We're talking five minutes in each direction. We got one two years ago on Staten Island. They're opening up a few of them here in New York, in the city anyway. The thing is with uh, the one locally here... There was a big deal with there was um they wouldn't serve that I don't know right before I forget which the Minnesota incident happened when one of the big incidents in a country where where uh, there was there was a police brutality death mm-hmm. um the store the kids who worked in the store they wouldn't serve the local cops mm. and uh, like they wouldn't serve them like just just because they were upset about what was going on with and I think it was in Minnesota yeah um, so. 
it got to a point where a like the I don't know Staten Island's weird. It's very red, which is weird too. I don't understand that, but that's another story. But but they went, they they rallied. It was like there was protests. It was like a big deal. My problem with them too is like they're too expensive. They are expensive. Like it's not, it's not that big. I mean, I can go to a deli locally here. Like I can go to seventeen million delis to get a. a a what? sandwich for five, six dollars cheaper and way better. In your neck of the woods, that's where chains like that don't function. But down here, where we don't have, right? We're not, we're right. not, we're not the sub and hokey capital of the of the world like you guys this are. This is true. This that's is why true. we have all these yeah. things. But I'm wondering because when I tell you, we, I always had a couple of Jersey Mike's locations accessible, but in the last couple of months, I've got three that are opening up, literally. Five minutes from my the house. house. The, the only Jersey Mike we got is one in the uh, Amtrak train station. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know yeah, Tony. I don't see Jersey Mike's anywhere else. I don't know if Tony C still goes to Jersey Mike's, but uh, but I got him started on that. I think, right? Or was it you that got me started with the Jersey Mike's? I think I got you started with the Jersey Mike's, Tony C. The the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah, it can't be a good one. <laughs> Listen, their chicken, yeah, I, their chicken Philly was pretty good. I do a chicken Philly. Oh, and then if 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 we're talking about chains here, I tried something though that I'm I'm not too, I'm a little bit ashamed about. So we all does everybody knows the the chain Charlie's cheesesteaks, right? We got one here in Staten Island. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's, they're, they're not very good, though. They're they're mostly in malls, right? Yeah, yeah. In and the mall. So, yeah. he, I passed by a standalone Charlie's this past week, standalone with a drive-through, and I said, okay. And we were hungry. We were looking. We we like going to Charlie's for a quick bite when there's really nothing else around. So we said, okay, let's go to Charlie's. Went to Charlie's. New menu item. This is where I took the surfer bite, and I should not have done it. But I don't think it's as bad as going to Dunkin' Donuts and having pancakes. So, they had wings on the menu. Oh, no. And I said, no. I said, let's try a small order just out of, just for, sh- on the menu? they had what? Didn't they always have chicken on the menu? Chicken wings. Not like wings, like hot, like buffalo, like hot wings. Yeah. Right? So I said, let's Oof. get a, let's get a small order, and you get to pick of like five or six different sauces. And I said, okay, we'll try it. Tried their garlic parmesan wings. That's not new in this area. Well, it was new down here. And uh, what the hell is this? We've got a Florida. I just, I just got an alert too. A Florida blue alert. Somebody's missing. Who's missing? Oh, yeah. Let's see oh, who's kidnapped somebody. Yes, uh, somebody kidnapped somebody. Let me see who's missing. While well, this is loading, let me tell my Charlie story. So I had the wings, and um, I, w- I was so underwhelmed. First of all, the box that the wings came in was swimming in sauce. So I had to go and fish my wings out of this sauce. We are looking for Greg Gregory Maidema, thirty-three years old, five nine, one sixty-five. Uh, 
it's a blue alert, so uh, uh, that means he's um, he ran away. Special. He's special. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a blue alert. Not an amber alert, but it's a blue alert nonetheless. And there it goes. It just came up on the TV screen as well. Um, I didn't know they did the blue alert for the uh, on the TV as well. But why? I, that's weird, though. The blue... In Perry, Florida. Where is Perry, Florida? Perry is in uh, Taylor County. So there you go. Where is it? Taylor County, Florida, up in Perry. That's all the way up in the panhandle. We're talking Tallahassee. Tallahassee in that area, yeah. Greg, oh, it it says Gregory here, but they spelled it horribly on the TV. Uh, Blue Eyed, last seen in the area of US 19 South Deer Run Road in Perry. Um, if you see him, he was wearing a blue shirt, I think, and whatever. Anyways, so yeah, the the wings were terrible. The wings Oof. were not good. So, but I learned my lesson. I'm not going to be pulling that surfer bullshit in anymore. And because uh, he's still, still, you're not going to get away from the, you know, getting pancakes at Dunkin' Donuts. The Taco Bell wings supposed to taste good. I heard that the Taco Bell wings are good. Now, I can tell you that they have to be good because I've had my favorite fast food. I'm still not getting wings. I but I'm going to tell you why the wings might be good, Phil. I'm going to tell you why. Mm. I've had their their new crispy chicken taco, and it is good. Oh, that Catalina one. It's just a crispy chicken thing. It's got crispy chicken tenders in it, and it's. It's got oh, like ranch and, and whatever, and it's it is good. Chicken breast, ain't it? It's chicken breast, yeah. Oh, it's tender. Uh, it's tenders. It's t- like yeah, chicken fingers. Yeah, because yeah, KFC is this. Well, no, it doesn't taste like KFC because I went to a Taco Bell KFC and it didn't taste nothing like KFC. No, but I'm saying they use. It might be something they tweak here, there, but yeah. oh, that's the same damn chicken. I will. I will say this. Speaking of Taco Bell food. So I uh, came across a they make a fine breakfast. A me and Yim video where she's making her own uh, homemade crunch wrap. Yeah, I saw that video. I don't get breakfast from any any other fast food except for Burger King and McDonald's. I don't get fast food from any other places. Like, I mean, like, breakfast. If 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 you like Taco Bell, if you like Taco Bell. Treat I love your, Taco Bell. It's my favorite. Treat, you, treat yourself to a breakfast crunch wrap. Um, I'm telling those you. Eggs, they, they, don't use, they don't use like that powdered egg shit, man. I can't get down with that. Uh, neither know? do I. Like, but, but it is something about the combination that they do in that crunch wrap that is something else. It's a crispy hash brown, and they do fine hash browns, by the way. A hash brown, crumb. I do the sausage one, but you could do steak or bacon or whatever. I do sausage, and it's sausage, scrambled eggs, a little bit of cheese, and jalapeno sauce. Oh, my God. All wrapped up with the hash brown inside. It's very good. And, and I'm, very, I'm very particular with my breakfasts. Are you very good at the end of the day? Yes, I've never had any problems. Never. But then again, you, yeah, have to, it, it, you have to know which Taco Bell to go to because you can't just go to any Taco Bell. 
You don't have to blow it out. You don't have to blow it out in the end, huh? No, I don't. That might catch up with him, sir. You know, because he's not as old as we are. Listen, first of all, I've eaten maybe five of them in my lifetime. So let's 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 clear the air here that uh, I'm not eating this all the time. I said Taco Bell make you run. Nah, nah. You don't, you don't get to me anything. Like, sometimes the different fries, like, you know, like uh, when I, if I eat, like, curly fries or seasoned <laughs> fries – or something that's not a regular French fry, that'll put me over the top sometimes. Um, <laughs> that and um, and anything with uh, onions, like I can't do on like you know onion rings, or if I do something different, I, it'll it'll jack me up for the day. That's know? that's why you got Culver's. You got to do their onion rings because their onion rings are perfect. They're perfect. Yeah, and then he's only ten minutes from my cousin's house, so if something happens to me after that, I'd be all right. He's got one right in the area over there, oh. you know. Lord. Uh, they're everywhere in that area. I'm hoping they open one down here because I'm tired of driving 40 miles whenever I get my fix. I need we were a- told about fried chicken at work the other day, and I'm like, I, I miss Bojangles, man. Well, they're opening a Bojangles in uh, Orlando. Tony C's excited about that. He should be. He should be. Um, because I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Tony C, you said... That you used to go to Bojangles until they closed the location that was in Orlando about five years ago. So now they're reopening. They're reopening now the locations. And yeah. then you want to talk about Popeye? This is the precursor to Popeye's. I mean, they were the goods. Hold on, yeah. I'll, I'll bring Matt on to this for a few minutes, and then we'll wrap up the show. But um, and they're going to do a raising canes in uh, Orlando. I think Ra- raising canes is um, is on that level of uh, supposedly bojangles, but it's just tenders. They don't sell. They're going to open a raising canes in Orlando. Well, okay. so yeah, they got it. Hey, um, does Kane own those restaurants? <laughs> no, Kane and- from uh, Robocop. No, and, and let me and, and again, Matt and Phil will ver will will verify this. None of them, none of them have anything on Jollibee. No, no, that burger is fantastic. Yes, it is, and oh, it's so simple. Down here? I don't know if there's a Jollibee in Orlando. Know? There's one down the street from my house, though. What the hell is Jollibee? Jollibee's that's a fil- it's a Filipino feast. Yeah. Yeah, they just opened yeah, up and yeah. And since we learned that William Morgan's dating an Asian chick, I'm sure he's had Jolly B too. Wait a minute, he's got a girlfriend finally. He's got an a he no he had fun with an Asian chick. I was gonna say I took. I don't. Know, I don't. Know, I, chicken, the chicken is high as hell. You but if you got the spicy, of course it's gonna be hot. I say high, like price wise. I don't so, think so. I, to I, tell I you, I, I don't know if I. I don't know if it's. Hmm. A uh, a very un- I'm sorry I'm late to the party, but a very underrated breakfast. And I know you guys don't have Carl's Jr. on your side, but you have a Hardee's, right? Yeah, but I, they're not the, the same. Big, the big country burrito with with <laughs> sausage and gravy and tater tots in it. Oh man, we ain't got none of that shit. Oh, and then they don't serve it anymore. 
and this was maybe about 10 years ago, and I kid you not, and I'm a biscuits and gravy kind of guy, but Wiener Stitzel in my town had a bomb biscuits and gravy. Yeah, you know what? This is, I, you know, double A, I was just telling Matt the other day, I want to make a try. I've never been to Cali. Like, I didn't realize where I want to go is where he lives near. I'm going to be like 50 pounds maybe if I make it out there. Uh, yeah, my... I can literally throw a rock to Sacramento. I know. I want to go to Jack in a Box. I want to Now I want to do this. Let me let me let me tell you yeah. something. I went to when I went to Vegas, okay, a handful of years ago. The first thing I did when I when I checked into the hotel and I got settled in, I said, "Okay, it's time to eat." I went to Carl's. And I got and I, and I opened I got a whole bunch of shit in Carl's Carl's. And actually this was during the times that I was doing the taste challenge videos, and there's actually a video up on YouTube of me sampling the food at Carl's Jr.'s. This was during the time that Carl's Jr.'s was also a heavy promoter on WWE television. So I incorporated some videos and things like that. So go check that out. But when I went to Hawaii, in Hawaii, you know, the, the fast food places there are very different. And I said I was not going to go and... Uh, you know, I'm not a big spam guy and they sell spam in McDonald's and things like that. But... I encountered in Hawaii, literally five minutes from my hotel, a jack-in-the-box. And I said, sometime in these two weeks, I'm going to jack-in-the-box because I want to try those $1 tacos that they deep fry. Because I see everybody says it's the worst thing that you could possibly order, but it's the most no pop. It's the most, but it's the most popular fast food item in the country. You know those are soy, right? Those are soy tacos. I don't care what they are. I was curious uh, to try them, but I didn't go. I was two weeks yeah, in Hawaii, and I didn't go. And you missed out on a sourdough jack? Ah, oh, come on. Yo, yeah. and, and, you know, I watch all these, like, right, as we speak, I'm watching a West Coast hockey game. But all these freaking commercials have called juniors and, and Jack in a Box, in and out you demand. Right now, I'm watching right now. I'm watching Anaheim and San Jose. When, when you went to Carl's Jr., did you get a Western bacon cheeseburger? No, oh, I no. Be, I'm going to tell you why. On a, on a I have been told. <laughs> I have been told that that is the greatest burger that you could possibly get at any fast food place. I've been told that many times. But when I there. went, when I went, I was told to get a. Um, what was it? A big star or a famous star? Oh, the, the, a famous the, star. That's just a plain cheeseburger. No, the one that's like the Big Mac, whatever it's called. I forgot. The Big Carl. The Big Carl. That one. I was told to get that because they right. said that that's a good one, and I'm like, okay, I'll try that. This was during the era of when the thick burgers were the big thing, and um, and I got a thick burger and I got a Big Carl and I got I think I got regular fries and I got curly fries. You can get zucchini fries there too, yeah, like zucchini I'll pass wedges. On that. That's that's okay. already we're already complicating life with that. <laughs> that's insane, though. No. Um, and oh, yeah. I but in but in when I was out there in Vegas, I was near that Fat Burger. Um, I wanted to try Fat Burger, I didn't. I've been in North Florida, up in the Panhandle, where they have Whataburger. I've been wanting to try Whataburger. Yeah, Whataburger, good as hell. I've man. heard Whataburger is very. I've heard Whataburger yeah. is very good. I'm mad they closed the only one there, man. 
Now, we have a place here in Sacramento. It's called Flaming Grill, and they have exotic meat. Oh, no. So I've went there. I've had a yak burger. I've had a bison burger. I've had an alligator burger. And I've had I've had a kangaroo burger. You see, when you build your own house, you eat stuff like that. <laughs> Kangaroo's a little different, but after a couple of bites, it was actually really good. Yeah, I had ostrich in Philly. Oh, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've had ostrich too. Oh, and then also a Kobe beef burger. I mean, I've had I've I've had alligator. That's about as most exotic as I'm gonna get. But the problem with these meats, are, though, right. the problem with these meats are these these exotic meats. Is you have to put a ton of crap no. on these burgers. This is they're, they're so lean, like a like a bison burger. I like a good bison burger, right? Right. But you got you got to put a gazillion things on it because there's no fat. I'm, exactly. I'm gonna say this it again. This is the kangaroo. I've said it before, and I've said it again. When you complicate your burgers, you're complicating your life. And the best burger that is not complicated on the marketplace right now is Freddy's. No, I mean, now, them, them burgers, all of them need salt here. Well, salt, now, here we salt go. is one thing, but I'm, yeah. when you have to douse your burgers to mask the flavor of, the true flavor of kangaroo. Now, oh, listen, listen, Phil, this is the guy who started the show that was praising a frozen Chicago-style deep dish pizza. Detroit. 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 Let's Detroit, see. Because the sauce is the way to go to Detroit pizza. This guy's over here got a DiGiorno saying it's the it's best not, thing ever. I did Stop. not say that. Oh, That's, I did Get not. Him, Listen, I had it out of convenience today. Sometimes yeah. sometimes convenience has to intervene. Did you cook it on a pan or right on the rack? It came yeah, in its own pan. The, the only frozen pizza we eat doesn't have sauce on it. I like those French bread, those those yeah. the ones with the Yeah, those are good too. I'll get a Papa Murphy's a Papa Murphy's take and bake pizza, but I'll put it on my Traeger grill. Oh you dude. See, 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 this is this is this is this is where Matt is showing off his skills, you know, just because Oh dude, it's, it, it tastes like it came out of a brick oven. I mean, I, right, you know, I got my cherry pellets in there, so it's got a little bit of a smoke taste. We, listen, every year, listen, listen, how many? And then what you do with the leftovers? You don't put those things in a in a microwave. You reheat your pizza in an air fryer. Of course, well, that's that, do. Yeah. And you, can you know, I have one. Crust. Crust. Oh come on! I know, I have to. I have to. Dude, you can I, just throw some cheap uh, anything frozen. I know, I know. Onion I, rings, anything. It just they're just I so have good. To do it. I have to do it. I have it's brand new in my closet. I've never even used this. It. Oh. Here's the thing with Matt. Matt, I don't know how long you've been calling into the shows. Now it's been a, it's been, it feels like it's been forever. But I know already a few things about Matt. Okay, whenever there's a special event, Super Bowl, whatever, something big going on. Matt generally breaks out the heavy artillery. He'll smoke. He'll, sm- he'll smoke something. I know every every year at Thanksgiving he preps his two turkeys, so he could. Right. So he could. I. I. You don't fry them. You bake them, right? Or you fry them? Uh, no, they go in a brine for a day and a half, and then they're roasted in the oven. Okay. A certain particular way. And then, and then on Black Friday, what does Matt do? He makes his fifty gallons of turkey soup. That's right. 
you know, so I know Matt's culinary calendar almost by heart by now. <laughs> and whenever I see Matt smoking something or Matt, you know, I I just felt like whipping up a peach cobbler today, you That's know. Right. He does that that does we that. Out, we went out a couple of weeks ago. We went on a hike, me and my wife. Then we went back to this little barbecue place. We're like, let's try it. We ordered some ribs and we just both looked at each other and go, not as good as mine. They just stink. I've got ribs down to almost a science. Yeah, you telling me this the other day. I do this glaze on them, and then I finish them off with an apricot barbecue sauce. Oh, <laughs> make your butthole pucker up. They're that yeah. good. My parents are going to North Florida in a couple of weeks to see the in-laws. They got to bring back some Sonny's barbecue, man. That sauce is the bomb. Uh, the best barbecue. And Tony C., I don't think you ever got around to, to tasting it when you were when you came down to South Florida for for a weekend or whatever. Tom Jenkins here in South Florida is the best barbecue. Sonny's is good, and I've had Sonny's for years. It's a fine establishment. But there's nothing, nothing better than Tom Jenkins. It is literally a hole in the wall. Down in, Those are usually the best places. It, and they, they pride yeah, themselves yeah. on being... They pride themselves on being a hole in the wall... They are closed on Sunday. This is what the sign says. They are closed on Sunday because they go to church, and they're closed on Monday because they go fishing. So, you know, I'm not mad at that. So you, the, best that. Taco, the best tacos I ever had is in Mexico on the street off a vendor that would be shut down by any health inspector that had two well, eyeballs. That's, but that's how it should be. It on this spigot, this it literally had a butane torch, and it was slowly turning. It's called Autobata. It's like this pork with pineapple slices on oh, top, and they slice it off this giant wheel. No, that's too complicated. As this torch is going, best tacos I ever had. No, that's too complicated. Yeah, it's like Mexican halal. Oh, dude, yeah. it's just yeah. like that's what well, that's what they do up here. That's not like that. But it's easy for you. You can just go down to Mexico, and I mean, in Sacramento to Mexico is a bit of a schlep. But you can at least go to Mexico and get a taco. It's not like I can go to Cuba and get uh, get some quality rice and beans. I gotta go. I gotta go to. I gotta go to uh, Little Havana. <laughs> gotta go knock on Elion's door and go get his raft. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, when when I was growing up, though, you know what was funny? I I may have told this story before, but when I was growing up, my parents had a restaurant on the beach, and it was a common occurrence to see rafts just appear up on the shore. It, it happened all through the early nineties. It was a common occurrence. Uh huh. It was it was a common thing. You would just I would just look out the window, see that there would be a little crowd out on the beach, and I would go outside to see what the hubbub was all about. And no, they were all crowded around this raft that just washed up on the shore. And there was a new dishwasher the next day. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's how that's how it works down here. No, actually, actually, the way the way the situation works down here, at least how it used to be, the the people that washed up on the shore ended up making more money than usually than we did. And we had, oh, a, and they had everything. Hey, hey, man. hey, in California, so, it's still that way. Let no, me tell I know, you. I know, I know. No, here, here, it's it's whatever. But uh, but yeah, I it's I'm, I'm 
I, I got to go and do all the burger rounds at some point on the West Coast. I've I've heard so many mixed reviews about In and Out. Some say burger. it's some it's, say it's, it's good. Some say it's nothing to cry about. Yeah, it's you not going to change. It's not going to blow your mind. It's good. Their fries now are really good. And what's really cool is you're going through the drive-through. It's like a '70s conveyor belt. It's got this open window. You see the kids chucking the fries. They're making the burger. I mean, it's oh, like a me. little assembly line in there, and you can just see them put it all together. And then um, I usually get a double-double animal style. That's with the sauce. And then you ask for cheese fries, and they take those slices of cheese and they just throw it on top of your fries. Oh, you know, on all fat bands. Now, 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 what you, you just said. Now, what you just said is something Surfer would never order, because Surfer just likes his meat between two pieces of bread. Oh, I thought you meant because my order was over $8. That too. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> 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 I, I, I mean... Hey, give me a piece of bread, a meat, and a cup of water. Thank you, sir. I mean... Oh... Surfer, who was, that, who was that character on The Living Color that Chris Rock? Oh, that was twenty-five cents. God damn, that's a lot of money. <laughs> oh, crack prices. Hey, how about I give you fifty cents and I get all the French fries off the floor? Chris Rock was on That show was trash. That's hitting home for Surfer. Oh man. How about I give you a dollar fifty and you give me all the coke that's in the tray when the when it overflows? The season that Chris Rock was on Living Color, that show was trash at that point. Oh. So that was a jump the shock moment when Chris Rock joined the crew of uh, no, 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 the Wayne's had left the show. Uh, and they went on without the Wayne's. Gotcha. And the show wasn't good at all. It's like that last season of Chappelle's show, where Chappelle was being on the show. Because that's when they brought the dozens on to the show, so I can't agree with that. Um, that made that brought back the dozens, man. And uh, Jamie Foxx and Tommy. They, you know, one going to never be like it. Yeah, oh, Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson's so underrated. Yeah. He's a funny dude. But remember, if you didn't have that show and those guys, for some people's opinion, you wouldn't have the greatest movie of all time, which is Pootie Tang. Oh, God. Sarate. Sarate. Those people don't have nothing to do with Pootie Tang. Sarate. Don't you do it. (laughs) Don't you put that on, though. May I help you, sir? Don't you put that on the way, brothers. That was Chris Rock. Yeah. The Wayne's they have nothing to do with Putin. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna t- on the pity on the running card. On the running card, yeah. That shit is uh, terrible. Uh, this is real, huh? It's a horrible move. Yeah, about. It ain't a bad it's soul plane, but it's it's right there. Putin is one of those one of those train wrecks of a movie that you can't help but watch. You know what they need to do, Tony C, is make Pootie Plain. Oh, God. Pootie Plain. <laughs> let's, let's, let's not and say they did. How about snakes on a Pootie Plain? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm tired of this Pootie on this goddamn plane. 
Anybody <laughs> Samuel Jackson the Pootie thing? Shake some of the poop, please. Say Pootie one more time. Say Pootie one more time. Dang you. Oh my God, man! I can't believe you posted a picture of Pez in the, in the group page. I'm just seeing that now. I put oh, Pez Wally on a Pez dispenser. What great That's gimmick! Awesome. Did you see that damn uh, my uh, doc? A tight bottle with a man, Matt Squad guy. Yeah, I saw that. I did see Wait, Doc Tony. Hendricks on the typewriter. Yeah. Wait, no, on the, on the, on the, the printer. printer. On the DOS printer. I was eating lasagna, and when he said that, I almost choked. I was laughing so hard because it was like, he's on Doc Hendricks' printer. <laughs> I, no, I, said Doc, I, I said Doc Matrix. Like, but was, oh, yeah, Doc Matrix. <laughs> did, you know, get a, my, did you get around the wall and get trained? Oh, good. Oh. I had Doc. That's the first place I go. There'd be the Doc head. I'll, have to, I'll post oh, it right dude. now on the page. There you go. Oh, man. Wow. Well, the yank him up. Doc <laughs> By the way, I, like I said, go and look at some, um, some, some because we were playing the, the stuff from Livewire from late 96, early 97, or talking about Have you it. heard that Jim, have you, did you, you hear that Jim Ross I've heard before? the I've heard the Jim Ross one before. Where he, oh, where he, he loses his mind. Yeah, somebody called in about WCW and uh, <laughs> and uh, let me play that here. Hold on, here we go. You're on oh, a live so wire. Good. Morning. Hello. You're on live wire. Uh, um, Jim Ross. Yeah. Um, I followed you through uh, oh, WCW. Yeah. And I like to say that Goldust will beat Hunter for the belt. Mm-hmm. And um. Saturday morning, answered phone calls on the USA Network. All, all that was missing from that was, ah, oh, son of a... 
Exactly. <laughs> no, when they be calling up the missile. I mean, Livewire was. Livewire was was. The in theory, the concept was good, but the execution was piss poor. That's all I have to if say. They had to try like that today, it'd be, it'd be entirely different. Entirely different. Well, they do. They do and do. I'll do be the main one prank but they screen. They screen everything. <laughs> uh, this ain't. Listen. This ain't I the Washington. This ain't the Washington Journal, Tony C. Okay. I'll be damn. I'll be right there. So you call Tony. in. If you call in. All right, we've got Tony C. Calling from Orlando, Florida. Tony, what's your question? Yes, sir. I want to know how, how? Uh, the great Dwayne Johnson had. What was that? Say that again. Why the great Dwayne Johnson hasn't? I'll take I'll take your answer off the air. <laughs> I, I you were breaking yeah. up. I don't know if you were doing that for real or or if it was uh, part of the call. It might have been the service. Oh, okay. I was saying I, I would ask why the great Dwayne Johnson. Why is it every time he talks about Dwayne Johnson, he gets he gets cut, gets cut off? <laughs> is hey it, man, the Rock got my phone tapped. No man, the Rock's got your phone tapped. <laughs> Rock owns the MCI now, I guess. Oh my god! Damn, he said I got MCI. God damn, can't have AT and I I want Surfer to call into a live. A live show, like you know, and ask the question he asked me uh, an hour ago. How did you feel when two Puerto Ricans won the title? <laughs> <laughs> I that still can't believe he had you asked that, Surfer. I'll take Latin champions for two hundred, Alex. Good lord, <laughs> Latino. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry, they're not Puerto Rican. My bad. No. These two WWE real estate salesmen were also WWE champs. Oh my god. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, damn, oh wow. Oh, I'll be damn, I'm done for the night. I ain't messing with Surfer. Yeah, hi, this is Surfer. <laughs> when are you going to cut them prices on them tickets? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> When's it free WWE Day? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. No, this is why we have all the nice things. What are you talking about? This is why we're rich. Rich in laughter. Title on a Puerto Rican, okay? Yeah. Okay. When are you gonna put a title on a Puerto Rican? You gotta play that promo, Doc and Gordy. Yeah. When when are you gonna? You know, somebody else should call. That's that's like that. I've told the story. The Lucky Cannon promo at an, at an NXT house show at the at the Dade County Youth Fair, where he came on and he called everybody a bunch of wetbacks. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, and Lucky Cannon wasn't with the WWE that much longer after that. Can't do that in, in Miami, man. Can't oh, do it. but it doesn't even apply to us. Puerto Rican on a raft match. Come on, oh, who's booking man. this? That doesn't even oh. apply to us either. Puerto Ricans could get here on an airplane. That's a long. That's a long raft ride from Puerto Rico to Miami, Matt. Long. You got to get a sail. Oh my god! As it is, it takes three days on a raft from Cuba, and it's only ninety miles. 
man. That's what a Puerto Rican, that's what a Samoan is. I mean, right. you know, why don't you call up, call up, uh, call the bump tomorrow. Uh, call Kayla Braxton and ask her, you know, and pretend you forgot Asuka's name and be like, when's that Oriental chip coming back? Why'd you do that? Yeah. What the fuck? Let's choppy stuff, man. It's still rude. What? I ain't calling it slow. I just said, hey, man, you know my life changed. (laughs) Oh, that's... Speaking of that comment... I was watching all the family. And, um, you know when, uh, they had those those neighbors next door, Frank and, uh, what the hell's her name? Irene? You know, free spirit. Oh, couple. yeah, yes. Uh, Frank gives Frank gives a, a, a recipe for like a stir fry. So he's made, he's cooking. Because you're cooking meat. So he puts the meat in. You eat when Archie finds out, he, 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 he cheeks. <laughs> no, hey, hey, anytime you guys talk about Archie Bunker, you guys always know some of my comment on the best episode, that 50th birthday episode. Oh my god. Oh, so that's the best we did. No. Who's no. going oh, after? Dude. Can we can we break this? Who's going after Edith? Oh, Come on. God. Anybody a pervert? Man, it was a sick man. But, but, no, the best, the best Archie comment in regards to Chinese people and Chinese food was the episode where they did the flashback when Archie met Mike for the first time. But before the flashback, they were celebrating their wedding anniversary, and Mike and Gloria brought home Chinese food, and they served it up, and everybody was eating with chopsticks, and Archie was looking at everybody, and like. Can I get a fork? And Edith was like, well, Archie, the kids thought it, tonight it would be a good idea. It would be fun to eat um, eat the Chinese food with with chopsticks. He goes, I don't care if it's chinks. I don't, I'd need to eat it with a fork. It's Chinese. I'd, I'm not going to eat this with these chink pickup sticks. So, God damn, man. Ding, 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 get me a fork. I mean, I ain't mess with y'all, man. <laughs> Let me no, we got served over there. God and offended, so you know what's served good quiet. Oh yeah, he offended. Call the NAACP on all you. Oh man, but no, that was yeah. I just want to know when that slanted eyed girl coming. That's what I want. Did you guys do a black and cheese tonight? We did kind. Yeah, we, we celebrated uh, Ahmed Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, they did it. They did it on the king of de- of the denim shorts. Yeah, we did oh, it on Ahmed Johnson. Nobody could wear a set of cutoffs like Ahmed. That fucking mook. Uh, <laughs> Why would you say that about Ahmed? That sloppy yeah. bastard. He's the black yeah. Jim Duggan with his two by four. Yep. Yo, don't don't discredit Jim Duggan, man. Come on. Hey, man, Jim Duggan found a tie in the trash. Put that whole. Jim Duggan ran mid-south with a 2x4 and a tuxedo, man. Don't fun with Jim Duggan. Hey, man, no matter what you say, they ain't going to stop me from putting my foot in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to 
and I love did, did you show the clip when Farouk jumped him? When it was uh, it was the smoking guns against against smoke against Sean and then and Shawn Michaels and Farouk. I mean, uh, and Ahmed, and Farouk comes out for the first time and jumps him. What the black needle hat? Yep, yep, yep. With the leather hat. Black needle. Uh huh. Yep. Black needle. Black needle. Yep. He called it up. He was like, "This is what we're gonna do." He's like, "Yeah, you're gladiator." And then no one said nothing. He was like, "He wants it." Yep. I used to know it. For Ruka Saad, came. I know, right? Bronson. Bronson should have been. I ain't doing this, goddamn. Oh yeah. He he wanted to. He was he wanted to. But then he thought about it. I look like a damn fool, though. Yeah. Well, the the locking him sitting there. Yeah. Keep quiet. Yeah. Just remember, y'all, we coming up on the twenty fifth anniversary. I know. Uh, when DX passed that lock, locker room, the nation's locker room, put all them racial slurs. So don't forget. It was just playful banter. Yeah, I know. I know. Crazy. And, and Shawn Michaels called Bret Hart a Klansman. <laughs> yep. Holy <laughs> <laughs> sheet showing. Yep. Oh my god. I can't wait. Classic. But before before I we before we go, here's the Archie Bunker race ranking system. Crooked? No, that's looking off on number one. Where does that place Henry Jefferson? He's number two. <laughs> Why is he number two? Because, me, there can only be one number one and one number two. And life made Jefferson number two long before I come along. So I suppose that the Puerto Ricans are number three then, hmm? Well, no, not necessarily there, little girl. Your Puerto Ricans could be four. Your Jobs and your Chins could be three. Three A, three B. Okay, so. Uh, oh, man. So, with that said, I think we're going to wrap up the show here. Um, what was I going to I was going to play a song, and now I don't remember what it was. But, anyways, with that said, reminder number one. We're on all these platforms now, and I'm going to find out the rest of the platforms that we broadcast on. The newest ones, Amazon, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. Um, second, next week I'll have more or less what we're going to do for the marathon during WrestleMania this year. I've already got it in my head more or less, the schedule, but I'm going to fine-tune it and then clear it with everybody and, and then... Uh, then I should have it for you next week. That's number that's number two. Number three. We've got a lot of shows here on the network. And we are scouting some new voices. I, I did a little bit of uh, scouting last night when I couldn't sleep. And um, not necessarily people that might mix well with us, but maybe voices that we're going to add to the air so there's a little bit more variety. Uh, on the network, in addition to the, the spice of life, but this is the spice of life, you know. And I was listening to some uh, some old stuff. Let, let me put it that I'm going to preface this by saying old stuff. Yesterday, um, 
yeah, it's time to probably bring in some some outsiders and just to shake it up a little bit, give a little bit of variety to the feed, get some more traffic. That's why we've got all these new sources that we're going to broadcast from. Also, we're going to start hopefully live, you know, live broadcasting in other places other than just the feed itself. Um, more on a regular basis. I know Phil and the Wizards and, and the Mark Order guys, they do their show on Facebook as well. We're going to see how we can integrate everything and do like a big wide, like a big wide thing because there's, you could source the show to like six or seven different places live. And um, I want to figure all that out before we start doing the show live, at least the rant live every week on multiple sources, not just the feed. So I want to do a little bit more investigating before we go that route. And then tomorrow, Mark Order Podcast, 1015, following AEW Dynamite. Then we've got Turnbuckle Throwbacks this Friday, probably around the 7 o'clock hour with uh, Phil. Hopefully Choppy and Jay will be in attendance this week. What's the yeah, throw- hopefully. What's the, what's the throwback this week? We don't. It's just a, it's a work thing with them. You know, we had some bad weather, so Jay's been out of commission with that, but we, we're better now. And Choppy has got a new gig out here on the island, so we don't know what his, what his work schedule is. But we're trying to get everybody in the studio for 7 o'clock on, on right. Friday. Um, then Monday, the Wizards will return. A new episode, 645 uh, has been their start time uh, recently, so 645 live. Uh, they'll be on the air two to three hours is their normal runtime, and then this program, the rant, every Tuesday night, nine o'clock live right here on Rant EM Radio. We were going to do on the spot tonight, but because it's already after midnight, we'll probably save that for next week, um, and and get some of these crazies that we haven't had on in quite some time. And yes, we are bringing back the phone, the hotline. So we're going to bring back the phones. We're going to start taking calls like we used to through a call-in number and calling out, and the prank calls will return. So mm. once I figure out all that, how everything works, because I, I now have a have a service, a free service, that uh, hopefully it'll allow us to do this. Um, you know, people, will get terrorized. people will get terrorized, terrorized by the network again. You know, and... and I, uh, I uh, yeah, I should I should buy that number. Get your, do you have to get your parents' permission? Actually, yeah, I right. think did we not try? Did we not try to see what um, what comes up if we call that number? Let me try right now. One nine hundred nine zero nine ninety nine hundred. The call you are attempting to place is not allowed from this line. Please dial 611 for customer service. Okay, so I'm not allowed to You got to ask your parents' permission. I got to ask for my parents' permission? It's my account. Why do I got to... Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a first for me. I guess we can't do 900 numbers on AT&T. I'm not sure. Anyways, so with that said, I think I will play... uh, What the hell? We'll play the WrestleMania theme song uh, for this year. The weekend again, third year in a row. He's the theme song for uh, for WrestleMania. Um, so yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Everybody in the chat room, the chat room's been pretty active tonight. And uh, Matt, of course, for you know supplying us with the 
For being mad. For being mad. <laughs> yeah. He's, we're going to get off the air here, and he's probably going to go. hilarity. He's going to go and, uh, you know, put together a, a creme brulee or something, you know, before going to bed. And, uh, and for Phil for calling in, you know, and telling and sharing us his, uh, his delight and his, uh, his, his yearning for, for those French fries from a roast beef place. For yeah, certain, roll roaster. Yeah, for for Surfer questioning my uh, my emotions for when a pair of Puerto Ricans won the tag team titles. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, oh, and and William Morgan for sharing to the world that he had fun with an Asian chick. His exact words, and and for Tony C. For Tony choppy C. choppy pee pee. Exactly, yeah. and for Tony C. For being Tony C. I'm Double A. We'll see you next week on another edition. Other end. Have a good night, everybody. I was born in a city where the winter nights don't let me sleep. So this life's always with me. The ice inside my face will never leave. the end